Hello and welcome to another episode of Triassic Park, where we're throwing that old ape into the cellar, and we're talking about the true king, king of the monsters, Godzilla. Oh yes, thank goodness, no more King Kong, never again. I'm just kidding, I have like 20 more King Kong episodes. Oh god, oh god. <laughs> but I'm not joined alone on this journey through our top 10 Godzilla films, it's ladies' night because I'm joined by Kelly. Hello, Kelly. Hi, hi. Happy to be back on the show. Happy to always have you back. You mm. are the best. <laughs> and first time guest, Faye. Hello, Faye. Hello. Thanks for having me on. I'm so it's so cool to be here. Thank you for being here. Two of my favorite people to talk about the King of the Monsters with. Oh, thanks. So a bit of a uh, bit of background and a bit of information before we get into our personal top tens. Um, you know, we're, we are excising Gojira from this list because these are our top ten Godzilla films that aren't Gojira. Because let's face it, I'm pretty sure Gojira would be either at the top or near the top for all of us. Uh, is, is that correct? I would, I, you know, some people could even leave it off their top 10. You know, I, mm-hmm. I have no idea. It could happen. It's just... my number one. It's my number one too. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it would have been my number one as well. It's just, it's, it really is kind of hard to escape, uh, escape Gojira. Cause it yeah. is just such a, such a, a true classic film, right? Like it's mm-hmm. it, it, on every level. And and for me, uh, you know, I'm, we're not going to talk long about Gojira because people talk about Gojira for all ever, yeah. all time. Um, but for me, I've always found it to be like one of the ultimate examples of how film is a collaborative medium because like all these different elements kind of came together in a really nice yeah. way. But yeah, yeah. But before we get too far into it, um, you know, let's let's get a little brief information as to like, what our history with Godzilla is. Um, hey, you're you're new here. Please, yeah. Step in front right. of the class and introduce <laughs> yourself. Well, for me with Godzilla, I've been a Godzilla fan for ages now, like going all the way back until I'd say first grade, second grade around that time. When I, I've got probably gotten spread the weirdest way. Um, uh, I talk about this a bit in, a bit in my show too. But if, does anyone remember the Animal Planet documentary about Godzilla? It came. It came from from Tokyo, or, or it was on Animal Icons, and I, I watched that. After my dad, I should stress, my dad had been trying to get me into Godzilla for ages, like, mm-hmm. and had not been been successful because I don't know. I was a I was a silly little kid, but then I saw um uh, this documentary, and specifically what caught my attention was King Ghidorah. I was like, oh, huh, what is this about? Oh, it's about God, this that Godzilla thing. And after that, I watched Godzilla 2000 on, on that 4th of July with my dad on VHS. I still have that VHS. And from oh. that point on, I have just been obsessed. So I've been in the fandom for a long time. Probably too long. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I can remember the, the 2000s days of the fandom, the big gap. I remember the Godzilla least hype train, all that stuff. So uh-huh. yeah, I've been a Godzilla fan for a while. Uh, Faye, I'm sure me and you were sitting on YouTube watching uh, poorly made uh, Godzilla AMVs made. Yes. With, uh, what is it? Oh, is it Toho Kingdom footage that they would rip and then they yeah. have the big watermark? Oh, yeah, and, and Tokyo Monsters and all other stuff. Yep, yep, exactly. And it would always be the Evanenses. At least yeah. with me, I was always <laughs> it was always Godzilla and Evanenses because I am so That's cool. That's true. That's true. There would also be a lot of like Street Days Grace. Yeah, oh god, so much, 
<laughs> so much true skate face. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> Kelly, Kelly, what what is your kind of uh, Godzilla origin story? <laughs> origin story. Okay. Um, I guess I grew up um, just loving the um, monster movies and dinosaur movies and uh, movies where people got eaten or stepped on. And um, don't know what that says about me. Anyway, um, so I just kind of eventually moved to Godzilla and. I think um, the 98, okay, I don't love the 98 Godzilla film, but oh my God, the, the, the hype that movie created, the, the promotion team deserves some credit. Um, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And I think it also had like, it was like one of those things, the big push to get a lot of these earlier Japanese movies exactly. into yeah. uh, actual home media. So we got to thank it for that. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, like when that came out, you know, in 98, I was just like, oh, all these ones that I had never seen before. And now there's these new books and now I get to learn more. And so it just kind of, I became a kind of super nerd around then um, when I was a young teen. And so, you know, um, I guess I've just kind of stuck with it since then. And, uh, you know, Love the series, love kaiju in general. Write some of my own, you know. It's it's a there's a fun sincerity to uh, a good kaiju film. I don't know what it is. Innocent yeah. sincerity, yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, it, it is really really an interesting uh, phenomenon. I have been a Godzilla fan since I was three years old. Um, I was homesick from from preschool one day, and my mom was just rummaging through like a, a thing of like cheap VHSs so that she could put something on to entertain me. And she made, um, you know, one of the worst mistakes of her life. Um, <laughs> she put on, <laughs> she put on son of Godzilla in front of my eyes. And, uh, I was, I've never been cool since, uh, so this hasn't <laughs> happened. It's, it's not, it's never going to happen now. Like it was just like, uh, uh, it was, it was really an impressive feat on her, uh, as a parent because she had to then try to start tracking down these, these movies. And like, this is like 95 ish. So like she had to start using like early eBay and everything like that to try and get some of these movies to me. And like, I remember like the first time I saw, you know, Godzilla final wars was like her managing to find fan subs of it. Um, and, and like, uh, you know, it's, it's very, very fascinating. Like there is a, you know, the, one of the first Christmases I can fondly remember is right after I nearly, uh, lost my fingers in a blender. Um, because so what happened is my, my baby sister was like crying and I apparently like they had to go help her out. And I apparently like I brought down the blender, like I managed to get up on the couch. I not the counter, (laughs) dismantle the blender put it together, and then plugged it in because I had Wizard, Wizard of Oz toys and I wanted to make the, uh, you know, make the tornado and send them to Oz. <laughs> like I said, never been cool. Um, so I would put them in there and I was like, oh, these guys are not making it to Oz. What's happening to my toys? And I reached in to try and save them and... Uh, now, oh, uh, no. you know, two two fingers on my left hand just cannot bend fully. Oh. Um, oh. But that that Christmas, I was like super kind of like bandaged up and like had all my arms in a sling, had like pins through my fingers to like keep them all together. And I remember just getting a, a deluge of 
I, I, you know, hindsight, I think they're Trendmasters toys, but, like, she got them loose. Uh, she managed to find them loose, probably from, like, a, an early seller online or something. Mm. Um, and it was, like, uh, you know, I just remember having all these, like, really uh, Heisei Godzilla toys, and I would never see the Heisei films until 2004 when they <laughs> finally started coming out. It was just, like, a, a weird, weird thing. So, yeah, uh, never been cool. Always <laughs> been always been for my big old big old pal godzilla and um like faye said i've probably been in this fandom way too long (laughs) i had i had that cool moment where i'm like oh i'm in high school now i only like the heisei film (laughs) godzilla's serious now that's me now i i define myself by serious godzilla now let me see him doing weird things to a sum 41 song yeah because i'm cool now i went through that period too <laughs> yeah it's same a, it's, it's a fascinating thing and you know what all respect to the heisei genre because it does get, get us through that weird age right like it's like <laughs> all it's angst a, and everything yeah. yeah exactly it's like angst incarnate um you know we all become little destroyers and just you know that's that's us in high school um <laughs> For the, for the top 10, um, so what's going to happen is we're each going to go down and say what our number 10 film is. If your number 10 uh, is somebody else's, uh, like, number 9 or number 8 or something, um, then we'll just say, oh, that's on my list later, and then we'll just save the discussion for when it's when it reaches the highest point of the list kind of thing. That way. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, you know, the person who's the biggest fan of it talks about it first, and then we can all kind of talk about it. And <laughs> Makes and, sense. All right, all right, yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and, and without further ado, um, let's get this started. Um, Kelly, Kelly, do you want to start us off? What is your number 10 Godzilla film? Oh, it's a moody Heisei film. Um, <laughs> Godzilla vs. Biolante. Oh, that's... Oh. Uh, yeah, that's going. That that'll be higher. Uh, we'll I figured. About... I figured. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that one. <laughs> All right. Well, well, well. Not to cut in, but my top, but my number ten is the same one as Kelly's. Ah! <laughs> amazing, amazing. Um, just uh, hold on for a little while because right. we will yeah, talk about absolutely. it, but. Uh, in a while. <laughs> I love this film. Um, so I guess I'll go to my number 10. And my number 10 is Godzilla 2000. Oh, I nice. have that one higher. Oh, <laughs> That yeah. one was just out, out, out of my top 10. So I'm glad I still get to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, sure, Faye. Go go ahead. Go. What's, what's your opinions on Godzilla 2000? Oh, I know. I think Kelly said that. Oh, oh sorry. I... Sorry. I thought you wanted oh, to talk about a... it now. Oh, so no, no. That's what I was trying it's... to. Okay. Well, number nine is Godzilla 2000. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So go ahead and if you want to share some thoughts on that. Well, I love Godzilla 2000. Like I said, that was my first Godzilla film ever. So I have so much nostalgia for that film. I love it. I really love Orga too. Orgus, that's a really unique mm. villain. And that design is so cool. I have the SH Monster Arts of it right next to me, on the shelf right next to me, and it's so cool. I love it. I love the purple, because purple is my favorite colors, and I love the more dinosaur-inspired design. It's awesome. That personality for Godzilla in that movie is, to me, just like Pete Godzilla. And I also love the human cast of that film, too. Really good acting and a really nice family story, and I really love it. Yeah, no, I, I, I really like this. This is this was the first Toho film 
a Toho Godzilla film that I got to see in theaters because it got something of a big release uh, in the States after um, the 98 uh, Emmerich film was, yeah. you know, so so it was cool. To, it was the dub, but whatever. It was cool. You know, I got to see Godzilla on the big screen. And so for that reason, it holds a special place in my heart. But actually, I just watched it. Um, it was the only one that I kind of watched before doing this pod because I was like, how do I do the, the cruel task of figuring out the top 10? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, you know, I was like, does this one belong on there? And yes, it does. It's number nine. Um, I, I really like it. Like you say, good cast. The monsters are cool. I, I love this design of Godzilla. I love the pointy spines. And, um, and I, I, I love the, the monster fight. How oh, so it, it takes, so it takes fun. a while yeah. to get to it, you know? But when it gets to it, it, okay, it's it's explosive. It's it's um kind of gory, and I love how it ends with basically Godzilla is like almost destroyed Orga, and then it's like it w- the fight won't end, and so Godzilla is like, all right, fuck this, and yeah. he shoves his head into his mouth, and it's like that's an odd strategy, and then <laughs> it's fun. I like that movie a lot, and also oh, there's a little bit of Godzilla in all of us. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> So good. It's it's one of those movies. Like I actually saw this in theaters as well. Uh, you know, I was mm. I was lucky. It's uh it was kind of a gift because you know, uh it didn't do very well in theaters and mm. it didn't last in theaters very long, right? No, yeah. It was like everyone was like, oh man, this is gonna be cool, and then nobody nobody shows up. And yeah, it's so, it's, it's so fascinating. Uh, it coming off of those those Heisei films because I do actually I do I, I, again like you know I'm not I'm not trying to bash the Heisei films at all but one of the things that their fights were were less physical really yeah for the Laser large blast, part of it you know. and uh, Godzilla 2000 is is very physical like it's a very physical movie uh-huh. like Orga has got these big hammer fists that is like bashing him around and it's just a it's a very creative fight in that way and a lot more physical uh even though it does have the same director as many heisei films which is which which is kind of uh, a weird thing i would also say like the american cut is like pretty solid too yeah it's a really good dub yeah i love uh both versions same and uh if you have the blu-ray i'd really recommend listening to the commentary on the american version because Mm. it kind of it's a very fascinating commentary because it's all about the ways in which they kind of uh, decided to bring it over, how they want to t- make it tonally, how how much respect they have. Like, it's clear they have a lot of respect for the film when they're talking mm. about it. And yeah. they kind of bring in, like, very <clears throat> tiny, small editing things that you might not even notice if you didn't listen to the commentary. And I think it's uh, it's one of those things that does prove the, the value of uh, preserving these alternate cuts. Um, yeah, which yeah. Is, I... I love it that we have these multiple versions to watch now. Yeah, and for a lot of these, we don't is one of the, yeah. one of the more unfortunate things. I want 1985 yeah. so bad right now, but, you know. Yeah, it's yeah the legal stuff with 85 is weird. It is. So it weird. Is. Um, one other thing I wanted to say about 2000, um, I love the opening of the film. Um, Same. Yes, so it, good. It, it, you know, it has a spectacle to Godzilla, which it didn't always used to have. Where, yeah. Where, you know, like, whether it be uh, the lighthouse with Godzilla having the boat in its mouth. or, And I love the storm chaser-like uh, uh, Same. cast. Yeah, you know, it's such a, it's a create, really creative yeah. uh, way is. to, to and do this. Cool. And it's like, it's one of those things where, like, 
you know, it, it, it embodies Godzilla like it's a natural disaster, uh-huh. but it also simultaneously makes sure that Godzilla doesn't lack any character from that. Because sometimes yeah. when they're like, he's a natural disaster, then Godzilla doesn't really have much character. Whereas uh-huh. in this movie, Godzilla's just always pissed. Like, that's yeah. kind of yeah. his, <laughs> that's so his character. At the end of the movie, he's just, he's just like, I won. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, I mean, see, something which I really love with the opening, too, is it? It's kind of funny because you had G9A, which, in my opinion, took too much JPM inspiration. But then for D2000, which I feel like has a lot of dress park inspiration in how it kind of shoots Godzilla and how it makes him act, mm. it does the right amount where he ends up feeling like an animal, but still with personality, like the yeah. T Rex in Jurassic Park. Like mm-hmm. that's what well, that, that's what this Godzilla reminds me of so much personality wise. And, and also, it, it lets us, it lets the human characters in Godzilla to share the same space more often, too. Yeah. Like, like the part where they're going along in the beginning, where they're going along the road, and then the road's out, and Godzilla's right there, and then they yeah. kind of chases them through the tunnel. You know, that sort of stuff. I, I mean, so many times the human stories are so far removed from the Godzilla threat. I, I like, I like this, uh, the way they did it in 2000. Right, and a brilliant human antagonist, because yes. we oftentimes don't get great human protag antagonist fights, and I think this is one of the best as far yeah. as that that's goes. true. Yeah, and I also want to say from what from what Kelly brought up earlier of when Orga gets blown up, that image has been seared in my mind since I was a kid because <laughs> it was so cool, just awesome. Like that to me is one of the coolest Godzilla finishers ever. So it good. is. It is so good. So good. Uh, Faye, what is your number nine? Well, we talked about it before, so I might as well get over with. But my number nine <laughs> is Godzilla the Planet Eater, the final film in the anime trilogy. Nice, nice. What, what, what is it? A... <laughs> sorry, sorry. There's a bit of we when we were just talking earlier. Uh, you know, it, it, this movie was neither I nor Kelly's favorite movie. But one of the <laughs> things that's great about Godzilla, and what I really want to kind of emphasize with this podcast is, it's not about bashing another person's taste it's probably mm-hmm. kind of talking to them and finding out why they love it and why it works so well for them and uh, you know a movie that is made for entertainment entertaining someone is always a good thing as long as it's not like super there are some there are some you know there are some. <laughs> it's always a good thing. not actually let me walk that back um. <laughs> sorry I, look, look, i'm sorry there are very racist films right and that would be bad right like i, I don't i don't want to talk to any birth of a nation stands okay um but no godzilla film is is, is that i i should say yeah um, correct all right yeah but yeah um for me let me start off i guess i'll start with the launches I love King Ghidorah in this film. I feel like this was the film that really brought King Ghidorah back to what he was in the show era because it came out right before King of the Monsters. So it was a good primer for us getting back that alien elder to Nation King Ghidorah. I love how I love how they did King Ghidorah here. Like just the whole he's so like incomprehensible in this. Like the fact that he can like basically bend reality to what he wants it to be. It's such a cool idea for King Ghidorah. As I, I, I'm a big fan of also this Godzilla portrayal too, so I think they kept doing him really well. And there's just so many moments like that which do a really good job with King Ghidorah and Godzilla, like really showing their strengths here. Like specifically, I want to say I love the bit where King Ghidorah just decides, nope, you're not going burning Godzilla, and just and just reverses the burning transformation on Godzilla. I love that bit because it's like, oh my god, he's so fucking strong in this version. And then human wise. 
See, I'd go into it, but I feel like it's all everything from the anime trilogy coming together and culminating. I will say, I'm probably one of the biggest Gen Urobuchi fangirls you'll ever see. <laughs> I own Fade Zero on, on, on Blu-ray. I have the $300 Gamma Godzilla Earth figure <laughs> that Bandai America made. So I I uh I love Godzilla Earth's design and I you're you're totally yeah. right as the as the uh, otherworldly nature of of King Ghidorah. It, I love really that Ghidorah. Fascinating. I do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, same. There's never going to be a figure of him because it's impossible to make a figure <laughs> of that. But yeah, um, and like the human stuff, I get people's complaints with it, but I really love it. It might be because I'm more familiar with Urobuchi and his style that that I get what he's going for with it. Mm. Like like his kind of, he's not what I'd consider nihilistic, but he's a very, he's very dark in how he explores his themes and and, and humanity. And I think it's because I have that prior experience with Urobuchi that it works mm. for me. But yeah, that's me on on the planet either. No, that's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. And I, yeah. and I will admit, that's a movie that I do need to revisit. I think I need to revisit all of the anime trilogy. Yeah, me too, um, actually. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's always a good excuse to rewatch a Godzilla film. So thank right. you. Yeah. No, now, now I'm, I'm more curious than before to rewatch it, you know, because I haven't heard a whole lot. I, I don't know many fans of the anime trilogy. So, you know, someone speaking for the third one, not my favorite from the trilogy, Uh does make me really want to revisit them because you know sometimes the anime trilogy is so different uh from the godzilla that we know you know that sometimes as a fan you kind of come in with an expectation of what it's going to be so maybe that's part of my reason for why i I had a reaction to it like i did before who knows i don't know but yeah thank you for sharing that one because uh you know i uh you know i'm curious about that one again now no problem (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> my number nine is, is godzilla tokyo sos oh uh, okay no yeah see i think this is another <laughs> one that people though no, that's fair because this yeah. is one that people don't like that much i like it um, it's not in my top 10 but i do like it it's 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 a very fascinating uh a, a thing because like for me i find it to be um you know if you're going to do a long form monster fight brawl um for me i think this is uh, of all of those iterations uh and there's probably about four or five of those godzilla films um this is my favorite of that ilk um i i just think like i'm constantly impressed and like really engaged by this film i love the effects like i absolutely adore the effects like this is my my favorite design from Mothra, one of my favorite Godzilla designs. Uh, it's not, uh, unlike most, I'm not really a Kiryu stan, but I do like the, uh, I can't believe I use the word stan. <laughs> I'm not really a Kiryu fan. God, fucking the internet is destroying <laughs> us all. Our ability to speak, oh God. Anyways, um, but, I, I, but I do like Kiryu. Um, and uh, I, I, I just find, uh, you know, I, I enjoy the human elements of this, um, but I'm really, I, I'm going to be completely honest. Like, this is a lot just due to how um, fascinating I find uh, the effects work in this film and the, uh, the battle scenes. Like, I'm, I'm not too good to admit that this one is mostly because I love Demado. 
Um, isn't this one, in addition to being a sequel to Godzilla against Mechagodzilla, isn't it also kind of a sequel to the original Mothra film? Doesn't Hiroshi Koizumi play the same character? Yeah, yeah. That's actually like a really cool sequence because they really mirror one of the, the shots in the original Mothra with, with a really cool, cool element. And uh, this one is also like one of those. So one of the things where uh, I I really like the Millennium Trilogy, like the Millennium Era of Godzilla mm. a lot more than it, it seems that other people do. I'm not really sure. But I, it's one of those things where this is one of those movies that is part of the weird hodgepodge universe that every uh, <laughs> Millennium film was. Because if you look at the movies that are technically in this Godzilla timeline, it's insane. Um, and this movie ends with a preview. Um, it's one of the only Godzilla films with an after credit scene that's like yeah. not an American ones, which is fascinating. I never knew it had an after credit scene until a few years ago. And someone was like, oh, yeah, that after credit scene. I was like, what? There's an after credit scene? And the after credit scene hints that there's going to be like fucking mecha everything. Like yeah. it's like this entire like line of, uh, <laughs> of DNA from different kaiju. And it's like, there's going to be a mecha everything. You want to see a mecha gazora? You're going to get a mecha gazora. And it's just, it's just uh, complete madness. Uh, and you know, um, uh, I'm a mad person. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I went to uh, the Godzilla fan convention G fest one year. And the uh, director of, Tokyo SOS. Also, the director of uh, Against Mechagodzilla was there, and they yeah. kind of they asked him about the. Um, I, I wish I knew his name. Um, um uh, Masaki Masaki Tezuka. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Um, Sorry. The reason the only reason why I remember this is because we just did our Mechagodzilla episodes of this duology not long ago, so it's stuck in my head because I, I have to remember his name because I I I. Sorry, Andrew, but I constantly be like, oh, damn it, Tessica. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's completely fair. That's completely fair. Um, so he was asked about the end credit scene. Basically, he envisioned it as his Mechagodzilla trilogy in the in the middle of the Millennium series doing its own uh, random things. Uh, there was going to be a Mechagodzilla trilogy in the middle of it. and But his third film was all about... You know, oh yeah, we were going to clone Godzilla and have Godzilla fight Godzilla. And that was his uh, idea, I believe, as I remember it. And I don't remember the much uh, information given beyond that. But obviously, um, they kind of, Toho was kind of like, eh, uh, let's just go all, bi all in on uh, the 50th anniversary film Final Wars and, you know, eh, not finish that trilogy. But it's yeah. kind of a shame because, again, like you say, not many movies, Godzilla movies, and hinting at this is what's coming next, and then it turns out actually no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someone should just give Tezuko like a comic book or something. Uh, you yeah. know, I'd, I'd read it. I'd read yeah, it. sure, right? Yeah. Um, Kelly, what is your number eight? All right, so this one I have a feeling could be higher. Okay, my top ten. If you if you ask me this top ten a month from now, the the it, it would be different. But for right now, number eight, uh, Monster Zero, Invasion of Astro Monster. Oh, that's higher for me. <laughs> I figured. Not, it's not higher for me. It's not on my list. Oh, wow. Oh, not, oh, not, due, not due to any, not due to any, like, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it when we, when we get to it. Sure, but, sure. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, Faye, then in that case, what is your number eight? Um, I have a feeling this one's also going to be higher for people. I'm a Macho vs. Godzilla, the 1960s one. Oh, yeah, higher. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling. So ironically, 
I'm a Andrew. Is it right if I say that my number? Let me see. My number seven is actually Astro Monster. Oh yeah, you know what? Let's do that. Yeah, we can do that right now. Um, sure. Just just because it's it's right next, not to cut you off from your number. Eight. No, no, no. Of course not. All right. So so Kelly, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> um. Okay. So. <laughs> uh, this movie is just kind of you know weird and odd. I love the fact that. Okay, so the aliens think the best idea for destroying Earth is to kidnap our monsters, bring them to a different planet, and then, oh, we're going to now give them back to you, but they're under mind control. The The plot is just out there, and but it's it, it so fully commits to it, and um, Akira Takarada and uh, Nick Adams are fun. Uh, Katsura, you know, it's a, it's a fun movie. Um, I got to uh, see this in a crowded theater of Godzilla fans um, on the big screen, and that was just one of the the uh, Takarada in a, in attendance, and that was just one of the most fun uh, movie theater experiences I ever had, and so it kind of has a special place in my heart for that reason. Of course, of course, that 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 makes perfect sense. And and for me, it's like I don't I love this movie. I watch oh. this movie all the time. Um, part of me constructing this list is to pro is to for me to try to get some movies that I didn't think were gonna be talked about, right? So like if I was just yeah. gonna like make like a uh, a a true like here's my master list, <laughs> uh, no one would want to read that because every time someone does that, it's obnoxious and annoying. But uh, this would probably be that would probably this would definitely be on there because I do love this movie. One of the things that for me that I always am kind of saddened about is that there's not a integrated cut. That just makes it so that Nick Adams just speaks the native language because it's yeah. one of those things where yeah. it always messes messes me up because his performance is so good. Like he's mm-hmm. he's done a really really good performance in this movie, but he's dubbed over in the Japanese version yeah. and mm-hmm. everyone else is dubbed over in the is the English language version and it just right. it takes away from the from the the real. Uh, realness, especially of that of that love story with Miss yeah. Namakawa, and they're like they have uh, some really amazing scenes. And again, that's because you know Miss Namikawa. I, I, I called her Katsura. No, no, uh, no. I just I, I called her Katsura earlier. Uh, Miss Namikawa. That was the name I was looking for. Sorry. No problem. Because I was going to say like the reason why this one's so high up for me is because Astro Monster is interesting because it's not really a Godzilla movie about Godzilla or about kaiju in general. It really is about that human plot with the aliens, and that's kind of mm-hmm. why I love it so much. Like, and I think this has some of the most beautiful stuff that like Sekizawa and Honda came up with between them, because like just that whole scene of Namikawa giving her life for Glenn, mm-hmm. who is Nick Adams' character, is so good. It really like I feel like this film more than a more than some of the other Godzilla films really shows Honda's personal beliefs, and 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 that's yeah. something which I really love in this. Yeah, that's a really good point because, like, again, it's it's easy to miss uh, when you're when you're younger, but when you come back to this movie, or or maybe if you're a, a you know, it was easy for me to miss. Maybe you're a super smart ten year old and you notice. Really, <laughs> I don't know, um, but uh, the the fact that the thing that saves the day is like a rape whistle. Yes, like, I that's was going to get to that. I love that. <laughs> yeah, and like you know, as a kid, I was like, doopa doopa doo, it makes loud noises. Cool. <laughs> yeah, take that, aliens. Um, but yeah, it's a lot. Di- it has a lot more to it than just uh, that. Yeah, I, 
I love that the Akira, uh, Akira Kubo um, geek who make who's t disrespected the whole movie who makes this rape whistle that he sells to a toy company that's actually run by aliens is the thing that saves the Earth from alien invasion. That is just wild, and I adore it. Definitely, <laughs> definitely, and um, you know, I I'm gonna say right now this right here, a happy moment. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, never gonna be cool. <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, Andrew, what was your number eight? Because we my number eight. We kind of cut you off. No, no, no worries, not at all. I I, lo I love a love an excuse to talk about Astro Monster. Um, mine is a very personal one. Um, we already kind of talked about it earlier in uh in this preamble. Uh, is Son of Godzilla for me? Hey, that one's not on my list. It's it's not on there too, but it's pretty high up there for me. It's in my top twenty. If you nice. have to increase it. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so Son, <laughs> Son of Godzilla is like a very, again, a very personal film for me, right? Like this is one of the, the one of the ones that was my first introduction to the uh -huh. character. I have always found Minya super charming. I find him uh, a really good character. I, I again, watching these as a kid, uh, you know what? I related to Minya as a kid. Like I said, very mm. uncool. So now half of the Godzilla <laughs> fandom on Twitter is always like, you ugly. And I'm like, I'm not ugly. Don't call me ugly. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hello and welcome to Godzilla Therapy Cast. Uh, but <laughs> but I, I just find this like a really sweet film. Um, you know, it's 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 a very good-natured film. Um I mm -hmm. I really enjoy the human cast. Uh, Same. I, I really really like their back and forth. I like that everything that is it, it that happens is because we're trying to control weather, mm -hmm. and it's like mm -hmm. it's one of those things where it's like it starts out as like a good intent and like shows that sometimes that thing like science can go wrong kind of thing, but it's also like they are still good people, so science itself is not bad. It's just that sometimes bad things happen, which I think is, is there's like, in a, in a lot of early Showa films, because scientists are usually the main characters, they really do have a more nuanced view than a lot of their American contemporaries. Because normally, uh, if they need a monster in an American film, it's like, Evil, evil scientist. Science is bad. Science mm -hmm. is bad. Root out the commies. Science is bad. Um, and uh, you know, there's not really a lot of nuance into that. And you know, no. there's a little bit of nuance in uh, in Godzilla films. And uh, I will never smile. Uh, sorry, I will. I will. That was sorry. That was just a statement. Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> I will never not smile when uh, Minya is fed a mango. So oh yeah, cute. I love it. I love it. I love it. And, uh, you know, Jun Fukuda doesn't get enough love. I love me. He, he does not. No. Even though uh, he hates all of his own movies. Yeah. yeah. I know. It's too bad. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I know that feeling, Fukuda. I know that feeling. Yeah. Okay, fair. Um, you know, uh, it's not in my top ten, but I do love uh, this one and some of the other uh, Showa Island ones. They're so colorful and, and, and just fun, you know? Yeah. Noise. See, noise. see, see, for me, there's two things I'm going to bring up. One, I love the ending of this one with Godzilla and oh, Minya yeah. so hugging it as, as they go into hibernation. It's such a nice ending. And, and beyond that, I love Kamakras and Kumanka. Amazing effects on them. And oh, they're some yeah. of my favorite, yes. favorite, favorite, more minor Godzilla kaiju. 
Kumanga especially, like I love Kamakaris, he's awesome, but uh, 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 Kumanga especially is actually just like super impressive from an effect standpoint. Like yeah. uh, they do a lot of really cool things with Kumanga and I'm really impressed by the way Kumanga moves and the way they have like giant props of Kumanga, like that like stick into the cave and like yeah. mm-hmm, that, that mm-hmm. look really, really good, I think. Yeah, And no, again, I mean... I'm not trying to bash American films. Like, I'm not trying to do this dichotomy, but, uh, you know, I I love The Deadly Mantis, but when you look at The Deadly Mantis, (laughs) the amount of articulation is a lot less than what they get in Kamakuris and Mm -hmm. Um, Mm Kamala. So it's just one of those things that, again, I I like to kind of uh, talk about... I I like to talk about Godzilla films in the context of their own time because I think that's one of the things that's kind of lost, especially in some of the effects discussions. Definitely. Kelly, what is your number Number seven? seven. (laughs) Uh, Number seven for me is Godzilla, Mothra, and King Ghidorah, Giant Monsters, All Out Attack, also known as GMK. Higher Higher for me. Way higher. (laughs) Okay, all right. Definitely, definitely, definitely uh, a a fair different talk. You already said you're seven, Faye. Yeah. I'm going to say my (laughs) seven, okay? Yeah. Uh, My seven is, uh, we're still keeping on that island because my seven is Ibra Horror. That's a fun one. This was the one that I had the hardest time cutting off my top ten. I, I... I love every single second of Ibra Horror of the Deep. I love it's so wacky, it's so colorful, it's so inventive. I love all of the effect sequences in this. I love Ibra eating people. I that he just eats people. He like gets them in the little claws and he puts them in his like weird like scrubber mouth and just goes nom 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 nom. I'm like whoa, he's eating you. That's scary. I love the giant the giant claw prop. Um, and I love the, the giant condor that looks like the giant claw that Godzilla just destroyed. <laughs> oh, yes, the condor, yeah. Giant condor confirmed. Uh, no, that's one of my, <laughs> that was one of my You know, we, we in the Godzilla fandoms don't have a lot of great running jokes, but that that is one of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I love the red bamboo. Like, I think they're just like a fun. It's it, This movie feels like a James Bond film yes. that Godzilla oh, walked into. And uh, I like it a lot better than most James Bond films, right? Like, uh, you know, this movie starts out with a dance party. Like, how how can I not love this? Uh, it, it's just it's just be still my beating heart because my heart is Ibra or of the deep. Um, yeah, I, I love I love this one too. I, like you said about Ram, Red Bamboo, um, I love that you, they got uh, Akihiko Harada back and put him in another eye patch. Um, Apparently, <laughs> it's different eye, right? Like I think it's a I think it's a different eye, eye this yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. and I, I love the way that they sweep uh, for the heroes um, by just shooting machine guns at every rock they see. It's just an... <laughs> um, it's 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 just and I mean. And Akira Takarada, I think, is probably his most charming here from any of his lead roles in the series. I I really love this film. Same. I, and, and, like, look, I know, I know they switched out King Kong and put Godzilla in. I know. We all know. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> see, uh, see, to me, I feel like that element makes it charming in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like, well, like, it gives Ibra... This really particular quirkiness. Funny enough, Andrew, is it all right if if I say a really petty nitpick I have of this movie? I still love it, but just because it's funny, they never resolve anything with Akira Takarada's thief. 
Yeah, they don't. They don't. They don't even address that he that he stole stuff and all everything. Just like, oh, never mind that. And that's so funny to me. <laughs> what did he do once he got on Mothra? Where did he drop those people <laughs> off? If this is a bigger conspiracy, what did what did Akira Takarada do in that movie? He's he could be a, a hugest villain in the entire world. Oh, I'm now very worried. Though, um... though, speaking <laughs> of him, real quick, he's so charming in this movie. Akira so Takarada. charming. He's so charming. Oh, just you know, just wanted to sweep you off your feet and take you to a dancing <laughs> competition. Um, yeah, it's just it's just so much fun. Yeah, Kelly, what is mm. your number six? Okay, I have a feeling this one's gonna be higher for a lot of people. Uh, Shin Godzilla. Oh, not on my top ten. Oh. Not on not on my top ten either. Uh, oh. And again, it's not it's not due to dislike. It's due to. I'm currently very conflicted about this movie, but I want same, to. I want to. Andrew. I want no, you to, that, that to go was, off. That was me until this year. Um, I was. I'm not. I. I'm a weird sort of um, new fan of the film. I didn't l- love it really before, um, and I'm still not sure if I love it. There's still issues. I, I real issues I have with it, but um, I revisited it earlier this year, and I kind of realized, oh, this is a comedy. <laughs> and it was a funny film. <laughs> it's a it's a comedy about you know bureaucracy uh, failing in the face of tragedy. Basically, you know, like Fukushima is basically what this movie is very much about. Um, uh, and um, but with a, a giant monster that's basically a god. There's a lot of stuff I don't like in it. It's very nationalist. Um, the uh, the lead actress, who's supposed to be from America, speaks worse English than most of the people that are supposed to be from Japan. Um, I, I still, I do, I U.S. Japan win win. I love that. I love that line, even though it's that's not very good, but I love it. Um, and also, it, it it does peak early. Um, for example, the bomb attack, um, where Godzilla shoots uh, the rays up. That yeah. is a much cooler sequence than uh, freezing them later. Yeah. Um, so I I I do I. I totally get why um, it's a little bit divisive, um, but I'm I'm it's starting I'm starting to warm up to it. I I, I think I like it now. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, for mm-hmm. for me, uh, sorry, Faye, I don't want to cut you off. What were you saying? No, it's no problem. Um, oh, okay. uh, I I was gonna say, I love the design of Godzilla in this one. Mm. This is one of my favorite, more unique Godzilla designs, and I love the action beats. And I think the action, especially because Ano never did something of the scale. I'm glad he brought Higuchi on because I think Shinji Higuchi is fantastic in terms of directing action. Where I'm conflicted on is the human cast, but I'll 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 let Andrew go. Yeah, so for for me, I think this probably uh, it would have been my number three for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I oh. I ha- I I have loved this film for uh, a long time, and the reason why I haven't have it i don't have it on this list is just because i'm currently trying to sort through my own opinions on the more nationalism elements of the film yeah yeah because i did at first i was like oh i didn't really see it there like i think this is more just like a comedy and it certainly is and there's certainly great comedic beats Mm -hmm. um but then i watched a really good um a, a really good youtube video that that kind of spread it out and was talking about how this movie really lacks anything with normal humans in it. This is and true. I that, and and it's yeah, like oh. it very much focuses on the military aspects and they're talking about Anno as like a film, like as, as a, uh, you know, one of those jerking off to military types. Um. <laughs> is this, is this Exit to Cinema's video? 
Yes, yes, that was yes. Yeah, that that video was fantastic, and I love to say because Accented Cinema is of Chinese descent, so I'm really happy to hear someone of that descent talk about it because yeah. I feel like it's important in terms of how Shin handles World War Two. I feel like that's the big element of it that makes me feel uneasy about a lot of stuff mm. in, in that film, personally. And yeah, and Kelly, I, obviously I'm not trying to like, you know, just no, no. Get back, yeah. ah, you're a bad person, but I'm just saying I personally <laughs> well, I currently am, like, but, you know. <laughs> I am, but it's for completely unrelated reasons. Come on. Eh? Yes, yes, uh, totally unrelated. But no, I, I totally get the complaints because they were mine for the longest time. Um, I don't know. This, this is, like I said, this ranking stuff will change all the time. This is based on a, a recent viewing where it's like, oh, I like this more than I ever did before. I think I kind of get it. And I didn't, the complaints were there, but they were more background. I don't know. Either way. Um, it, it's I, fine. I'll, it's valid. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, no, yeah. Of course. I'm, of I'm course. curious to watch uh, the video that you're talking about because I had not seen that. Yeah. I'll, have, I'll link to you. I'll link that to you and I'll put it in the show notes actually, because I okay, do think cool. it's like a really great, uh, great, great video overall and like a great, uh, great YouTube channel just in general. Um, yeah. Accent Cinema is, is really uh, a great uh, YouTuber about film. Well, Honestly, one of the only few I watch these days, because you know. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I. Hear you. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, Faye. My, my number six, and it might be high for people, so let me know. Is terror of is terror of, of Mechagodzilla. Guess what? It's not higher. It's the same. Oh, hey, we're the cool. same. Cool. Imagine twins. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm Robo Faye. <laughs> <laughs> I love Terror Mechagodzilla. This movie, for me, has a nostalgia to it because it was among the initial ones I saw. Because does anyone remember the the, the, the classic media box set? Not the I ones that they did later, but like 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 you were saying that big box that they had like like Rodan too. That was in that one for me, and I and this movie just always stuck out to me. It has this really interesting. Alma, you guys have seen the Toho vampire films, right? Mm-hmm. I have seen one of the Toho vampire films, and I love it. I just haven't watched the other ones. The Bloodthirsty uh, Blood trilogy. Right? Trilogy, yes. Yeah. They have a lot of that same vibe to me as yeah, Terror actually, does. Yeah, actually, yeah. And it's just such an interesting, unique, gothic take on Godzilla, with like the abandoned mansion and the like embittered scientist killing his daughter captive. But then it has this amazing sci-fi angle with Katsura's, like, search for humanity after she was robbed of it, pretty much. And I think there's a lot of interesting stuff with Katsura, which you could dive into. A lot you could dive into with Katsura. Mm-hmm. And then just the monsters have is so good. I love the dinosaurs. Dinosaurs is such a cool design. And I feel like they do Mechagodzilla in such a good way. Just, I, I love so many things about this movie, to be honest. Uh, also, the, oh, go the, on. Oh, sorry, I was just going to say, the introduction of Godzilla, the best introduction of Godzilla in the entire franchise, I think. It's so good. So and, good. Like, and like, I did want to say, though, this is the first Godzilla movie with a female screenwriter, which I think yeah. is interesting to note. Yeah, yeah. That's, did I, they ever, uh, did, I don't even know, did uh, another female screenwriter ever follow her? I'm not sure. I don't want to I don't want definitively, definitively say no, Yeah. but I'm not sure. But That's yeah, also. I remember that was the first, yeah. Yeah, because it really, like, uh, you know, Faye, now that you put it in those terms, it really, like, I think one of the things that makes it so uh, beloved by me is that gothic romance. Angle, yeah. Really. Because I, I find the romance in this film really affecting, and I really, really like it. And it's one of those things where I think 
for me because I, I I really love the love story in Invasion of Astro Monster, but for me, Terror of Mecha Godzilla is my my favorite uh, Godzilla love story, uh, mm. basically. Uh, and I, 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 oh my goodness, the Akihiko Harada in so good in this movie. I love him with the the makeup and oh, everything. Yes. Dr. Mifune, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. I love the black hole aliens. Same. I would, I, I would die for this version of Mechagodzilla. Um, and like, I like, oh, and Andrew, not to give it something I've forgot to mention. Two things, if that's okay. No, One, go ahead. I think this go film, ahead. like Astro Monster. Has a really good look at Hans's views and feelings, right? Yeah, on, on humanity. Like I, I, I think one of the most gorgeous scenes in Hans's stuff is that bit where where Katsura reclaims her humanity, even if it's in such a tragic way. It's just such a good, especially because I think Honda's and this gets into a bigger topic, but Honda's stuff with female characters and women in general, I always find very compelling because of what happened in World War Two where he was in charge of a comfort woman camp, I think that angle to his stuff is something I find very interesting because it's been there, especially if you start back from like Blue Pearl. So I always find that angle to his stuff interesting and how, even though he, he's not the writer on a lot of his films, I still think how he chooses to do that style, very interesting. And also I want to say, that ending to the show era is so bittersweet. And like, it is. And like sad, I love it. Yeah, it's so good. I I uh, I love the fight. The final fight in this is probably my favorite final Godzilla fight. Maybe mm-hmm. I I love it. I love it. I there's not a day goes by, and I'm not even joking. There's not a day go by where I don't think about Titanosaurus like stomping the guy, like yeah. the corpse of Godzilla <laughs> under, under the after they buried him with it, his hand just, behind his back too. Yeah, hand behind his back. Like I can't do a Titanosaurus, but it's the greatest war, and I think about it all the time. I also think about it. it's a dinosaur. It's a giant dinosaur. Like, um, oh, oh, and, so and real quick, speaking of dinosaur, something really funny though. Is people are like, oh, why, don't, why didn't anybody believe him about the dinosaur? But on this rewatch I did recently for, for my own show, um, uh, Mifune wasn't kicked out because he found a dinosaur. He was kicked out because he wanted to control animals. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Everyone's like, uh, dude, just chill. He's like, no, we can put these little things in their heads and they're ours. They're ours. We can make dogs serve us. And I'm like, okay, all right, calm down now. Um, this uh, was uh, the last film that Ishiro Honda directed by him uh, solo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he he went on to do um, some uh, assistant director stuff and uh, for his friend Akira Kurosawa. Yeah, and also like some. I think he directed a full segment in Dreams, but um, yeah. But yeah, so it it was sort of a like I say bittersweet because it was it was not just saying goodbye to the Showa era. It was saying goodbye to Honda yeah. and and uh, for that matter, a lot of the cast. Yeah, yeah. It, it's. It is a sad film for me, yeah. and, and some of my my favorite. Uh, I think it's a, a Fukube, right? Like I, I'm pretty sure it's Fukube yeah. Fuka in this. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was his last show of film. Obviously, yeah. his last show of film in general. But you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Of course, because because his music in this one is is especially like top notch. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. uh, it it was hard for me to pick uh, which Mechagodzilla for me to put on here because I love both. I chose, I just chose to do the one. It's one of those things where like, again, my master list would probably include <laughs> both, but, 
I think it's more interesting. Uh, also, I guess it's weird for me. A weird pattern that I'm seeing is it's the sequel Mechagodzilla's that I love. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, interesting. It, it's also the only one with boobs in it. So, you know, maybe <laughs> Oh, also has one of the creepiest commentaries of all time. If you're oh. listening to the classic media commentary, oh no, when, when you when you, when that scene happens with the boobs, um, they're like, oh, she's in pigtails, she's hotter now, she's younger. Oh, I'm like, oh god, <laughs> oh, no. they say that in the movie, they say that in the commentary. And I'm like, guys, you're canceled. <laughs> Who did the commentary for that? <laughs> I don't want to say in case I'm wrong because that okay, just sues okay, me for fair. slander. But look at, watch it, and then. Just, squirm with me in my seat is that horrible but that yeah um happens? oh the, 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 the piggybacking off like i want to say because i'm always down for like being like oh yeah honda's non-gadgets stuff i love it but i just wanted to say real quick from what kelly said of, of honda's later stuff is so interesting especially because he co-wrote a lot of kurosawa stuff like he did um uh, he co-wrote kurosawa's final film which was um uh who, what was it rhapsody in august no wait no, um, uh, Marayo? because oh, I know, Madadayo. Oh, Madadayo. Right. yeah, yeah, because and that's what's so interesting because that film is all about Kurosawa, and I think Honda too, in a sense, coming to terms with the fact that their lives are kind of they 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 sense that they were at the end of their lives, and that film to me, I need to still watch it, but just the fact that it's about accepting your legacy and stuff like that, that's that's some good shit, especially when you know that Honda had mixed feelings on his output towards the end. Yeah. Not as much as Bakuda, but he no, wasn't no, entirely no. pleased with everything. Right. No no one no one has uh has ever had so much angst as Fakuda, except <laughs> all of us with imposter syndrome. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, what is your number five? Number five is Destroy All Monsters. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. That's cool. That's nice. That's cool. <laughs> That's a that's that's a way of saying wow that's that's at the bottom five for me. No, no. Well, okay, so like personally, it's just one that I don't. It's one of my least seen Godzilla films. Mm. It was one oh. of the last films that I that I watched, and I just I never really have much connection to the human elements. Um, so that's why for me it's not not as high. But I'm yeah. curious, Kelly. Please tell us all about destroying um, all monsters. <laughs> um. So um. Destroy the Monsters at one point was meant to be sort of the uh, send-off for Godzilla. They were, they were like, okay, let's uh, kind of like what they did with Final Wars later. It's, what is up with Toho always trying to kill their cash cow? Anyway, they, <laughs> uh, you know, just uh, got all their monsters together. Uh, sometimes dusted off old suits that really shouldn't have been. Um, and uh, <laughs> and threw them into a big battle royale monster mash with a um, intergalactic... Uh, plot and i find this movie so much fun um this is uh one that um it 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 has uh it has the uh textbook example of that that simpson scene stop stop he's already dead (laughs) they just mercilessly stomp on the poor corpse of king guitar yeah 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 um but you know it, i guess i guess part of me is just the the little kid in me is just happy to see all these monsters like there's fucking varan over there you know yeah. okay that 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 shot sucked and it's clear there's almost no there's probably no one in the suit but oh, it, that I was varan i love it i love it, I love it. <laughs> don't don't get it, don't get me wrong one of the greatest things about this is it makes every 
Godzilla podcast have to watch all those other great movies that they mm-hmm. wouldn't watch mm-hmm. if it yeah. didn't include it. And I'm like, yeah, bitch, you have to watch Varen now. Watch it. <laughs> watch it. Got Gorosaurus in there. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah I, my boy. I, yeah, with the kangaroo kicks and all that stuff. This, it's he does so much. Movie. He does. Gorosaurus does so much. In yeah, that. he does more he, than know, he right? does in his he's actual the, movie. <laughs> he's like a. I mean, he's like one of the MVPs of the fight. It's weird. Yeah. But, you know. Well, I, I would imagine it's probably because his suit was in the best condition, but mm-hmm. I have no that, idea. That, that's <laughs> probably part of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I find it fun, and I find the um, aliens kind of disgusting, especially when they die, um, <laughs> where they turn into the the gray goop, I think it was. Yeah, um, yeah the slow but, things. And, and the bizarre sort of mind control with... Uh, earrings and um and then yoshio coconuts. Suchia, uh yeah to- coconuts yeah and then yoshio <laughs> suchia just out acting everybody by basically saying nothing and then he just jumps out the window and i <laughs> i love this film oh no i was gonna say this one's very nostalgic for me i have so many trying to because this is the show movie i watched the most as a kid honestly nice i can see why it was it hard to, it was hard to track down i have to get off amazon it's okay remember that trying to track it down when i saw it i really loved it so i have a lot of nostalgia for this one because like when you're a kid it's like oh my god all these monsters are even Farragon and varan show up for like five seconds between them mm-hmm. honestly i'm probably i'm probably gonna rewatch this after this you convinced okay. me you convinced me um, <laughs> my, my least favorite part is um the very very end when the fire dragon shows up and i'm oh and like, yeah and you're like shit there's a fucking fire dragon kaiju now oh this is <laughs> we thought that was the finale here comes some more and then it's like oh it's actually a ufo covered in some fire don't worry about <laughs> it's it like, it's like it's like the, it's a level of disappointment when you only watch gorath for maguma like it's, it's yeah, that it's yeah, that level yeah. Uh, but yeah. is a brilliant film but I, I love that mean, one like, yeah I do the, 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 I always love hearing people like the kaiju doesn't show up until the last five minutes and I'm like <laughs> you, you should have been attention to the, the rest of the movie guy uh, I have a lot of pent up things to talk about <laughs> today apparently I'm, I don't I'm know why it's all coming it. out today here for um, it. <laughs> uh, they all canceling me um, just kidding can't cancel me because I was never in it's <laughs> oh a very, God. it's a very goofy episode. <laughs> Faye, what is yep. your number five? My number five is Ghidorah, the three-eyed monster. What are we? Do you just copy and paste my list? <laughs> Do you copy and paste my list because that's my number five too. High five over the internet. <laughs> I I love Ghidorah, the three-eyed monster. So I, much. I, it's such a fun movie. I can feel like, oh, the human plot's not as strong as the Astro Monster. I, I agree, but it, it's so much more fun than Astro Monster, in my opinion. As much as I love Astro Monster, this movie is just such a blast to watch. I love the stuff with the princess oh, and yeah. that whole and that whole like spy plot. This is really the first spy plot Godzilla movie. Well, yeah, for sure. And it, it honestly, it's one of those ones that is like, I think I could connect my love of Godzilla the character starting here right like this yeah. is this is that that and again like i know i know honda didn't like that element and that's totally fair because honda invented the whole thing but i love it and i'm not gonna pretend like i don't love it but i know the, right there's a lot of character in in that scene where it's like godzilla's like they're always mean to me and like <laughs> the, it, like the last 20 minutes of this movie is like nine tenths an episode of the muppet show 
and it's amazing. It's amazing. No, that, that, that's true. <laughs> like it's just like Godzilla belly laughs and does a sit down. I know, right? Every every look and expression by Rodan, he's like always like flipping his head, like he's clearly like a muppet. And I'm like, yes, yes, give me more. <laughs> it's so good. The, the, the something else I didn't want to talk about though with King Ghidorah is I feel like this was the only movie before like the the later stuff, like I mean later stuff, like really like Plan Eater, that really made King Ghidorah feel like an apocalyptic threat. Like I love the build up to him where they're like. The weather patterns are weird. There's all these comets. Magnetism's going wrong. Like, he feels like a threat in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also love, like, it's 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 easily my favorite King Ghidorah, like, practical version because Same. I love his heads. His heads are just, like, so crazy. They're I know, just, right? like, going everywhere. And, like, the optical guy's like, yeah, lightning bolt, lightning bolt, lightning <laughs> bolt. I'm like, yes, yes. It's so cool. He's an apocalyptic threat in this one, and then a few films later, he's a punching bag and destroys yeah. monsters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's a brutally murdered. He's like a hit is put out on King Ghidorah. And yeah. Though I, I also love um, uh, the fact that he destroyed Venus. Like, that's such a badass. I don't even remember that. Yeah, yeah. It's like one of those things that you kind of kind of miss. Um, I love, I love the um, like the brother sister. Uh, oh yeah, of this movie because like too. it's a really fascinating look at, at the relationship and especially like knowing what i know now about like the more you learn about japanese culture is kind of uh, a bit subversive for her to just be like oh fuck off you're my brother but i don't have to like bow to <laughs> yeah. you every whim mm-hmm. like i i will i am like just as important member of the plot as you are yeah and i i really i really do like that and it does have another one of those amazing awkward dinner scenes where someone's yes. like, ah, you're the boyfriend? And he's like, what? No, I mean, I would I would love to be the boyfriend, but I'm not the boyfriend. And you're something, like, yes. something else I'll speak of that, I love the look at 1960s home life yeah. in Japan in this. It's very short and brief, but it's a nice little time capsule. I imagine. Yeah, it's kind of very uh, Yasujiro Ozu kind of, you know, the, the, those sort of those sort of movies. But yeah, yeah yes, throw in a giant the monster, Ozu, you know, dropping <laughs> the Ozu in the pod. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, I I love it. I love it so much. Um, I love Io. Uh, the peanuts are great in this movie. Yes. Like I love I love the way that they're like look. I guess I guess we'll ask her to help you. <laughs> I love I love the way they're introduced for like a kid just being like. Uh, what guest do you want to see, little kid? Uh, I, w- I would love to see Mothra. And they're like, well, good for us, because we got Mothra on the thing. <laughs> like, thing. And I'm like, yes. Again, that's like a look at like home life in a way, because it's like looking at the Japanese variety shows, which we really just yeah. never get any, get any examples of. Um, so I, I love that. I, I, I am just a sucker for this film, like from start to finish. Doesn't this one also have the, um, sequence, and I might be mistaking it for a different Godzilla film, but where Godzilla, there's like a, uh, ferry or a, um, a boat going across the water. And then you see these weird animatronic whales coming out of the water before Godzilla comes. I love that. It's so it doesn't look good, and I love it for that reason. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like, it's like it's, I love it because it's like an attempt at like um, yeah, you know yeah. giving giving scale and giving more life right, to that area, yeah. right? Because they yeah. could have just easily like had Godzilla just appear, but they're like, sure, no, let's no. add like extra things, and I no, love that. That makes it memorable, episode. you know. I, yeah. yeah, Godzilla comes out of the water all the time. This time he comes out of the water with whales. I remember that <laughs> shit exactly and also um the dub is amazing i love one of it my is. favorite dub lines is 
oh, Godzilla, what terrible language. Because <laughs> uh, apparently Godzilla's just cussing up a storm during that entire thing. He's like, I'm not dumb with those fucking humans. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know how they thought Godzilla talked. Because like, if they had actually dubbed him, it probably would have been like a Brooklyn, like, fuck you, get out of here. <laughs> Anyways, uh, weird, weird, weird impressions by me. Um, <laughs> Kelly, what is your... Number four. Okay. Um, my number four is the 2014 Gareth Edwards Godzilla. Ooh, that that's higher for me. Oh. I'm a I'm a Andrew. For but for me, it's by one. Should we talk about it now? Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> okay. that that works. That works perfectly. Okay. Okay. So Kelly, go ahead. Then I'll go. No, no, no. It's your number one. Talk, talk, talk. I'm a. It's my number three on this list. But I don't get what you mean. I'm a. <laughs> Um, uh, with G2014, wow, what a movie. This movie was really, like, I I was kind of, you know how, how, like, you'll come in and out of interest and such? Mm. This one was the one that really flung me back in. I love this movie. I say this Godzilla design is the best Godzilla design ever, personally. Mm. I love the scale. I love how character Edward shot it. Seeing this in theaters on opening night was just delightful. One of my fondest memories. And, like, there's just so much good stuff to it. The Mutos are great original monsters. The score is fantastic. The acting is good, even if I think the film's weakest point is its characters. But I just... I, I adore this movie. This movie was really what got me back into Godzilla, like, big time. And I, I just love it. G2014 is amazing to me. Um... I, I really do love this film and I'm always I always seem to be in the position of defending it. <laughs> but um I'm okay with it. I've 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 grown to accept that job. Um because I really do think that there's something special about it. Yeah, there I have complaints. Aaron Taylor Johnson is boring. He is. I he is. But uh no, I think that it's 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 a good film about um basically uh <laughs> You know, people talk about the human cast being uh, uninteresting. Yeah, okay. It's also not about them. To me, it seems yeah. to be more about humanity as a whole facing, yeah. um, you know, natural disasters and um, and basically extinction and, and, and how uh, we're basically powerless in the face of it. And ultimately, it comes down to trusting that, or kind of sort of trusting that uh, that Godzilla is the one that might uh, set us <laughs> save us. Um, yeah. Uh, I love the way that Edwards um, shot the film, oftentimes, like, putting uh, us in a position to, uh, like, for example, in a in the front seat of a car. So you got the windshield wipers, and then beyond that, you got the monster coming. You know, yeah. it gives you that scale. It's sort of, it's as close uh, as sort of the, um, the only film that I think does it, that sort of thing better is Cloverfield, where you are mm. the characters. Um, and you know you got the the monsters looming over you, but this one comes close where it's you, it puts the camera at a human you know eye yeah. level, and uh, so it makes the monsters seem just gigantic and, yeah. and awesome. And I when I first saw it in theaters, I had a religious experience, and it was good. <laughs> yeah, though, 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 real quick on on that camera angle angle style for for Gary Edwards does while he has that style in general. The more and more I've learned about how closely him and Bono work together on this film, and after having seen Godzilla vs. Hidora, the more and more I cannot unsee how much influence Godzilla vs. Hidora had on this film's visual style. I didn't even know shooting. how close Bono worked with him. I didn't even—I mean, I knew he was a producer, but I didn't know that there was much to it. 
Yeah, he was really involved with G twenty fifteen, which is really oh. cool to me. That's cool. No, I didn't know that. That explains the dancing fish people. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I I really like this movie too. Um, and one of the things that I always love about this movie it, that is often cited as a criticism mm. is that it, it does leave you wanting more occasionally. Yeah. Right? Like it's one yeah, of the best yeah. feelings to get, right? Like this idea that you're kind of being robbed certain scenes. Mm-hmm. Like one of the things that I really love is when the like the shelter is closing mm. and like you 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 see like a monster is fighting and the shelter is kind of closing and you get less and less view as the shelter closes and I get the 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 feeling like I'm in that scene because I am trying to be like oh try to take another angle let me see more like let, like you feel yeah. like right. you're yeah. in that moment yeah. because you're trying to see more you're like oh I want to see the fight I want to see what's happening yeah and I I love I, it's going to sound weird but like I love being kind of denied that in, in a way because it kind of helps you be more rooted in the the people because you're like oh wow like if i was in this of course i wouldn't be able to see every fight or if i did mm-hmm. i'd be dead like if i i wouldn't be standing on a building being like oh my god i have to see godzilla he's gonna be burning soon <laughs> to, to i'd be, be like fair, no i would have been to be fair this entire podcast would be dead but we we would have a great death we'd be like yes totally this would be fine by me yeah (laughs) but yeah i I, one of the things that i think is really strong is that that level of uh kind of denying that to you and then giving it to you extremely well in that end yeah I think that Edwards so um, kind of goes to the nth degree with that idea with the um, airport scene, where it's like, mm-hmm. here's a huge fight. Actually, we're gonna cut away from that now. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I love, I love that the the fact that they would like cut away and you see a little bit more uh, like mm-hmm. the news footage, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they cut away a little bit more, and like I, I love. That. See, I see, love see, that. see this thing with the cutting away that I found so interesting. I'd have to find the interview again, but the reason they had to Im- implement that, and I see this is probably one of the like like one of the most creative ways to use was that their budget was under budget for what they needed so they had to do more do more cutaways oh compared oh, compared they didn't to the, have script. the money they needed okay. yeah so they had to implement that i think that's such a brilliant way because they said they had like two options they could have done it as in the script and have the cgi not look as good or they could have cut back a little bit and had the cgi and the fights look fantastic and you can really tell because this texturing in oh, this, it's beautiful. In, in, in on Godzilla is fantastic. Like like that model was only done six six weeks before the film oh, came out. Wow. The, the, that was what that was when they were done with everything CGI wise, and that, that to me is insane. No, that that yeah, I can't imagine in that working condition. Um, and also I think this has one of the um, coolest um, visual sequences with the um, the flares and the um, airdrop. Um, yes into so the city cool. it's just so cool and um w- without without me- meaning to throw any um dirt on the sequels oh you don't 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 do i'm that. not i'm you not know, going to i'm you not know going someone to someone else here is going to have that at the i know moment, so, i know, uh... <laughs> I, know. I, I, I i i i'm not going to and i'm because i do like those films anyway but um I also just, it's to me, it's interesting how fast they moved on from the mood and tone of the 2014 film to, yeah. you know, uh, now we got uh, all sorts of sci-fi stuff. And and in a way, I kind of wish that maybe it had been slower build to that. But, eh, you know, 
the original Showa series was, went to comedy by, with its King Kong versus Godzilla pretty quickly. So who knows? Yeah. <laughs> so, so on that, though, um, uh, with, with that element, it's interesting because that, that mainly came from Gareth Edwards. Moving mm. on very quickly. Because really? if you, yeah, because if you watch the previs that Gareth Edwards did for the, for the Rodan scene um, uh, before he left the project. Oh, I didn't even know he was involved with the project to, to that to, to, that long. Yeah. He he only mainly left because he got bad burnout from from Rogue One. Someone needs to hire that dude again. I like him. He he he's he's working on on a new movie action. Just I think I'm excited to see that. So it's from the from what it seems like, Gareth Edwards was always going to be pushing in that direction. Mm. I'm not sure if maybe to like quite the same degree, but like right. in that previs, you have the Argo and such in that. Oh, okay. All right. See, the Argo is one of the things that I thought was one of the biggest um, sort of like departures from the first film. So that's interesting to me. Because like, like the way they talk about him, this is coming from Doherty, but I trust him because he seems friendly with Gareth Edwards. Like Gareth Edwards came to the premiere and such. Mm -hmm. Um, He said that like they viewed it as alien versus aliens mm, in that kind yeah. of like, that makes sense. That makes in that sense. kind yes, of like, you know, yeah. not tone, but I'm um, a uh, stakes. Like they like that kind of like stakes raising. Yeah, and yeah. like that, just like bigger, like you see more, more of the universe in aliens right. than you do in alien. Yeah, no, that, right. that makes sense. Yeah, all right. Right, and that actually, that actually tracks because I, 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 I'm an alien dude, right? I, I love, <laughs> I love aliens as well, but you know, yeah. just yeah, it, no, exactly. It, but it does, right? it does kind of using that analogy does kind of, uh, you know, make it a lot simpler because you can kind of have that, like, oh, that actually kind of makes a lot of sense given mm -hmm. my own personal tastes so mm -hmm. right yeah. again Faye is dropping that knowledge constantly <laughs> but yeah <laughs> um, uh, real quick before we move on I want to say one thing though this this schedule design is the best because it's basically dinosaur this is dinosaur but not too dinosaur it's not G98 it's just enough dinosaur where because and I and I say it because they went for an interesting mix of like a 90s but still like it it it's hard for me to describe exactly why the amount of dinosaur in this design works because I love the dinosaur Godzillas because I'm I'm a dinosaur girl as anyone who who sees my Twitter knows, but they do just the right amount while keeping that silhouette and that feel and that vibe of Godzilla amazing. Also, the atomic breath scene was like the first second movie scene to blow my mind in theaters. Nice, <laughs> fantastic. Nice. Anyways, what is, what, what is I, the first? I I need to know what the first one is now. Oh man, I I guess you know what? Fine, I'll drop my hot take. I'm a, it's the it it's the bit in Man of Steel when when Clint Clark destroys the, the the world engine. Like that scene just blew me away in theaters. Nice. No, no, that's awesome. Don't don't let people shame you for feeling. <laughs> I will I will get them. I will get them. But Faye, it's your it's now your number four. So there you go. Oh, it's you. Well, for my number four, speaking of controversial picks, I'm a Godzilla versus Destroyer. Oh, that's awesome. This is like this is one of those ones that was just kind of like rounding my list. Like it was yeah, like one of those too. things that's just off of it, but it was it like number 12 or something for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I I love this film a lot. Faye, yeah. Faye, go ahead. Yeah, for me, I'll admit the human cast isn't as strong as some other as some other movies, but I think they're just good enough and I love the way that they're used to discuss the themes about should the auction destroyer be brought back? And stuff like that. I think they've explored the themes really well. And I think this film is the strongest for Godzilla as a character, personally. Like, I think he's the main character of this film. It's all about his journey and his end. 
and that tragedy of, of what's happening to him that he's dying and like just everything with godzilla jr and also destroyer is a rare female kaiju and i love it mm, yeah she, she's such a cool kaiju i love destroyer yeah destroyer is awesome because it's like basically like the devil just shows up like the yeah. devil's just like hey godzilla it's me satan bring it on <laughs> yes I love it. I love it. Yeah, I, I I like the the callbacks to the the fifty four original with the oxygen destroyer being a major part of the film and uh, yeah no it's it's cool um and and also sad um yeah very sad I mean oh, oh I I cry all the time in this movie um it's also I think um from a behind the scenes standpoint um Akira Ifukabe's best score for the Godzilla series in my opinion. yeah but, I'd agree it's such oh, a yeah, good score oh, yeah. Uh, but no, I, I like and this one a lot. And speaking of aliens, you know, oh my god, you got right. you got, yeah. you got the little Xenos in here, and then a yeah. big and then a big Zeno, it's big Zeno attacks poor little baby Godzilla. No, the poor baby. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to be happy, and now he's dead. Oh. Yeah, no, it's pretty brutal actually. Yeah, Junior suffers in this movie. Yeah. I love baby Godzillas, and they always die. They always die. Well, he was I mean, reborn like Lazarus or Jesus. Jesus Goji, you know, so. <laughs> well, that's true. Jesus Goji. He's Jesus Goji. I mean, like, even going back to 98 Godzilla, I'm like, oh, these little cute babies. Yeah, they're eating them, but they're, like, Americans, <laughs> so it's fine. Uh, and then, <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> most of them most of them were French. Oh, well, as a Canadian, can't say anything bad about the French. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, okay, uh, continue. <laughs> Oh, Godzilla vs. Destroyer is a great film. It's a little <laughs> to it. Um, it's a very beautiful film. Um, I, I one of the things I do love about this movie is the amount, like the amount of escalation and like the amount of things where they're like, it almost feels like a science experiment. Like people, one of the things that I hear that people don't love about the Heisei films, but I do, is that it offers like multiple explanations for things occasionally. Like, God, guys, 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 let me admit my my biggest sin. I love Godzilla versus Space Godzilla, but I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't have the the guts to put it on this list. I <laughs> See, I actually like it too. I don't think it's great, but I think it's good. I I love this. I love that movie so much. You know what? Hey, don't I'm let a, anyone shame you. Put... <laughs> <laughs> don't let anyone shame me. But I, one of the things I love about that movie is that it's just like, did, was it Biolanti? Was it Mothra? Well, watch 17,000 YouTube fan videos to find out. <laughs> Um, and, uh, you know, Destroyer is like, oh, he's going to melt down. Oh, no, he's going to explode. No, he's going to do this. And I'm like, ah, what's going to happen? I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, I also like, you know, as far as it is the, it is like the only, um, well, I guess it's not the only, but, uh, it was a Godzilla series that got a proper ending. It got an ending, you know, I guess Final Wars kind of, but it wasn't, it got, Final Wars wasn't part of a series in a way, you know? So it was like. I mean, we followed Godzilla and and Miki uh, through all, and and Godzilla Junior through all these stories, and here's the tragic conclusion. But kind of happy, kind of not. But you know, um, and the, the like you say, the escalation where, yeah, uh, Godzilla became an apocalyptic threat again. You know, and, and still was, was cool. a character again. Yeah, it's one of those. Right. It's one of those things that again, you know, we talk about a lot about Godzilla's like. He's a force of nature. I'm like, well, I like it better when he's like dancing and stuff. So I like <laughs> him as a character, so um, that's that's just me. Um, 
but yeah, that was that was beautiful. Any last words, Faye? About oh, this movie, not oh, in general. Yeah. We've said many more <laughs> I just words wanted after to this. say. Also, I really like the fact that they brought back Emma. Oh, I hope I hope I'm remembering her name right. Let me know if I'm wrong. Mimiko Kochi as as Emiko. Yeah, Momoko Kochi or Momoko. Momoko Kochi. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm so glad they brought her back because this was sadly her final film role. So it was really nice that she got to come back one last time because she was one of the rare um Gojira actors who never came back for anything in in Godzilla itself because she retired for a while before she came back kind of. But yeah, I I really loved having her back for one last like role. And I really love how this film explores the auction destroyer. People all the time say like it didn't do it justice, but in my opinion, I think it did it fantastically. I think it really went deep into it. Yeah, no, I I agree. I agree. Like it's it really does. It's like uh, one of the things that's another fascinating thing about this. It's like the worst thing you think could happen already has happened, and I that's one of the, I love that storytelling trope. Like, you know, I I did the evil plan ten minutes ago. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, Kelly. what is your number four? Oh, uh, my number. I wait. It's gonna be higher. It's gonna be higher. My number okay. four is GMK. We'll be talking about. Oh, yeah. Okay. Don't okay. Worry about okay. It. All right. Uh, K- Kelly, what is your a number three? <laughs> um, the Return of Godzilla or Godzilla Nineteen Eighty Five. So yeah, uh, I I love this one as this sort of serious return to form for uh, a Godzilla film. You know. It, Terror of Mechagodzilla retired the character for a while, and then Godzilla came back, and Godzilla was moody, and uh, and it's also the first one that where they really tried to say something again about radiation and nuclear power after so long, where they basically kind of put that in the background. It's also a Cold War thriller with giant monsters in it, so that's cool. Um, and, uh, you know, th- there are complaints about it being slow at times, and I get that. I also think that shut up, it's good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> that should be what we say for every next film. Shut up, it's good. <laughs> um, no, I just, I just think that it's, it's a good dark film. Uh, and yeah, okay, yeah, the Heisei dark era. But to me, this was the Heisei um, film that was, uh, I don't know, most adult, or at the very least. Um, how do I want it? Listen, I like this film. Um, and also, the 85 version, which is the edited version where they add in uh, Raymond Burr back into the film as Steve Martin. Though I think they make a point not to call him Steve Martin. They call him Steve or Mar- Mr. Martin, not Steve Martin, because, you know. Um, um, and so that version, which I haven't seen in forever now, but that was kind of the movie that the Godzilla movie that I watched the most as a kid. And oh, um, I was I was terrified of the leeches, and I yeah. couldn't get past that part as a kid because I was like, ah, the freaking leeches! Ah. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, the Shockagirus. Shockagirus, and I'm like, it's a terrible name, but they scared me. Okay. No, they scared me too. That's that was part of the appeal of it for me was that this felt like it was a monster movie, uh, a a horror movie. Yeah, there's a lot uh, of horror elements to it. Yeah, which I and think to is me, that was, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a horror fan now, but back then I was easily scared, and so this felt like sort of a um, a uh, introductory course to horror sort of stuff by by seeing something familiar with Godzilla, and so um, 
No, I, I, I kind of love uh, the film and and the 85 version where they add in Burr, you know, it's got crap in it. Some, but some... he, but Burr brings it. That's a yeah. Burr that's, that's the thing that, that really, he, really matters. Like his final speech in that one. That, maybe that even part a is, yeah, that part, the, the ending is better in the 85 version because it has his speech, I think. Yeah, uh, no, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, he absolutely brings it. And I really wish I could see that film again. But as mentioned earlier, uh, the rights are a mess. And so, I don't know. But, um, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I may, I, I may be able to help you out with the nature. <laughs> <laughs> I may be able to help you with the nature. All right, all right, all right. Okay, okay. Under the table, under the table. Turn this off, FBI. Turn this off. <laughs> He's Canadian. They have it up there. That's all he means. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's don't look into all. Right. Canada has it all. Don't look into this anymore. Hello, and not welcome, because you've been listening to this episode for a long time. But uh, spoiler alert: there was a bit of a gap between um, our top, uh, my top three, and uh, the rest of the list, and uh, all those lesser Godzillas in those bottom tens. Um, obviously not, but. Uh, when we were recording last, I'm also joined by Kelly. Hello, Kelly. Hi, how you doing? And also Faye. Hello, Faye. Hello. Last time when we were recording, uh, my gallbladder exploded and started leaking everywhere. And I was like, oh, I can just finish this podcast. And everyone was like, no, you insane man. Go, go away. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that you were like, no, we'll just, we'll just go through it. We'll just, we'll just do this real quick. All right. We, we... <laughs> As the no. gallbladder no. slowly leaks out of my body. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was certainly something. Yes, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. So I, I no longer have my gallbladder. Faye has seen the Snyder cut, and <laughs> Kelly has the the self confidence to conquer the world. So we're all different. Oh yeah, people. fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're all we're all very different people from the last time we met <laughs> up. So. Yeah, That's for sure. <laughs> so we're, we're I love I love phaser's month. Yeah, that's the yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> In the time it took to get this to the second part, my hype for Godzilla versus Kong went from one hundred to negative one hundred, so <laughs> we have this Uh oh. <laughs> oh well. There you go. I've been reading that's... a lot of reviews. Just... Yeah. <laughs> that's all I'll say. Oh my goodness. Well, there are re- reviews now. That reviews didn't even exist back when we were recording. We recorded before reviews were invented. Um, it was a totally different world. Definitely, definitely. What a different world. Um, we were left off. We were talking about Return of Godzilla and the illicit ways for which we will share the original cut. The 85, the, yeah. Yes, the 85 cut and the insidious FBI agents mm. who tried to stop us by activating my gallbladder. Um, oh, fuck, they did that, didn't they? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tr- you can't trust the FBI. <laughs> I know, I'm Canadian. Um, <laughs> so any- anyway, <laughs> my number three. Yeah. Is Godzilla versus Hidorah. Ooh, okay. Um, I have that higher. Oh, that's awesome. That mm-hmm. is awesome. 
So then I guess we will go to you for your number two. I guess. Um, okay. Uh, for me, that's the, uh, what, what was it from? 64, uh, Mothra versus Godzilla or Godzilla versus the thing. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Um, Anybody have that that's, higher? No, that's, I have that exactly the same. Mine is, oh. m- mine is, uh, mine is uh, number two as well. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, I, I love this film. I mean, you know, it's 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 a lot like uh, it's a lot like other Mothra stories. It's a lot like King Kong, for that matter. You know, sort of. Um, let, let's see about how how we can capitalize on the capture of a monster to make money. And oh fuck, we killed a lot of people. But listen, it's okay. Um, Mothra is. <laughs> we're gonna walk, welcome Mothra back and all that sort of stuff. Um, I. I I, do, I find this movie very charming. The it's very colorful. I like the um. I think it's uh, isn't it like a brother sister dynamic of the the two leads? Isn't that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it's one of the things that made. Oh, or is that is that Ghidorah the three headed monster? Oh fuck! I yeah, yeah. Ghidorah. I think Ghidorah the three headed. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Oh. So this one is like one of them. Uh, there's like a, a photographer and mm. her and how she That's relates right. to right. the her yeah. jur- the journalist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Takarada and the photographer and then Hiroshi Koizumi is like the biologist. Yeah. 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 Oh my goodness. I I love I love Mothra versus Godzilla. It it has like such a. It's one of those things where like even some of the effects that don't absolutely hold up almost have like an expressionistic style. Like I'm thinking of when, when Godzilla is like looming above the castle and it's got like the, it's like clearly like a blue screen that like didn't quite work out. It almost feels like almost like an old comic book where it's like looming over in the expressionistic style. So like it still works. Like it's something that like yeah is probably uh, you know an effect that didn't work out perfectly, but I think it still looks great if you look at it in a, a, as more of a symbolic uh, you know, yeah. thing. And there's there's so many great you know Godzilla moments. I I love uh, the way that. Um... Godzilla first appears in the film where just appearing out of like the dirt from the hurricane and the storm and all that sort of stuff just rising up and it's just a cool moment and um you know uh I love the egg gag like mm. I love the the <laughs> yeah. running gag about <laughs> the guy eating the, the egg the guy is always eating the egg and he's <laughs> and at one point he's like guarding the egg and like eating the egg while like Godzilla's just destroying things and he's <laughs> like my boss said he would fire me if I left the egg okay I have to <laughs> I have to stay by the egg and uh, I, you know, I I always hear people be like, "Oh, the Mothra lava look like turds," and I'm like, <laughs> "Fuck, fuck you! The Mothra lava look great. I would die for them. <laughs> I would I would jump on a grenade and be like, "No, you cannot get this lava in damaged." But uh, I, uh, I I I love them. Uh, Faye, what do you think about this one? Something which I was gonna say though, I think this in, in conjunction with Godzilla the Three Headed Monster. Is very interesting how you can make a compelling human plot without fleshing out the characters too much, because I think the human plot on this is really enjoyable, even though they're not super fleshed out. If that makes sense. Yeah, actually, that that does make sense because like even the even like the the greedy businessmen are still like kind of, um, you know, you you they're kind of always greedy businessmen, but I think that their plot is still compelling, even though there's not mm-hmm. like a yeah. I have a. 
I have a, a child and I have to be a greedy businessman to yeah. feed my child who's in the hospital or something that other movies would try to do. <laughs> but, and but and it's I like, love the way that one ends with that the arc of the, the bad guy businessman, you know, where they're basically turning on each other. A, a rare spurts of human blood um, from, a, from a Honda Godzilla film. And then, you know, Godzilla steps on them and, you know, defeats capitalism. It was good. <laughs> capitalism never appeared again. <laughs> There's also, to me, a lot of really interesting like stuff here with its themes, like that old money versus new money idea with the businessmen. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's that, that's very true because there's there's a lot there there is like a lot more depth to um some of the the, the political leanings of mm. the capitalism because it's not just con- conventional capitalism. There's like a, a, a little bit more uh, of a layer to that if you if you kind of go in and do the do the boots on the ground research kind of thing. And, and the, the movie has a good sense of humor, whether it be about the fishermen deciding to sell the egg based on the price of how, how many eggs does this look like it's worth? How many normal eggs does this giant yeah. egg look like it's worth? Okay, now times whatever. And then, or, or I love the parts where the heroes come out and they talk to the fairies and they're like, Mothra is very near. And they're like, where? And they look to the left and there's a giant fucking moth right there that they didn't see. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a high stealth, okay? She like really. I love that. I do. (laughs) (laughs) And that's kind of. I think. I think that moment in particular is uh, is kind of referenced in Tokyo SOS, which again is kind of the one of those moments that I you know make me like Tokyo SOS a bit more because I'm like, oh, it's reminded me of. What do you guys think about the poster for this one? I always think it's the one of the funniest, like the American posters. The, the one also, with the thing where it's like, uh, yeah, you know, this is this horrific thing that you should never see. You know, <laughs> I love it. I I it's love so it funny. because it's so it's so iconic, and you're just like. Uh, it, it literally looks like John Carpenter's The Thing, mm-hmm. but it's, like, way before. <laughs> I mean, well, I guess The Thing from Another World was written, so maybe someone was trying to do that. Um, but it is still it, it's still remarkable. And also, um, Faye, I know I, I remember you talked about this recently on, on Twitter, yep. um, talking about the importance of the American cut of this, is that it actually features additional footage that are not in the Japanese cut, which I, I believe is just, like, a a beachside brawl with the well not not a brawl but like the he's been godzilla's getting fired on by the navy with by the u.s navy not the japanese navy which is very interesting it's one of the few examples of a scene made by toho that was only kept in an american version like i can't think of any other scene like this and and the reason behind it being cut is really interesting because people can't seem to agree <laughs> like i've heard three different reasonings behind it now two are kind of similar which is the fact that they wanted to play safe and avoid controversy the other is that people didn't like it from the trailer and the other is that it was cut for pacing but still the fact that it was kept in the american version is interesting to me especially considering recent controversy yeah no a hundred hundred percent it really does point out the fact that these uh you know these dub are very important to maintain historically uh, as these different versions of the films do have some elements uh, that would be iconic to the characters that weren't carried over, whether or not it be like, you know, specific scenes. But the way that the way that characters deliver lines in the dubs definitely have an impact as to how the character was seen and, and everything like that. Yeah. And it's a, it's a good sequence too. It may not add a whole lot to the story. It's just more, um, 
explosions with Godzilla, but it's a good sequence. Yeah, I and I think that I think I read I think I read the the one the one that I read for it was that it was added by insistence by Henry Saperstein, but I'm not. Yeah, yeah, but I'm again there again. There's so like yeah. Faye said, there's so many different versions that it's like impossible to figure out. Faye. Well, well, my number two, which I'm sure people were expecting to come up eventually for me, if anybody knows me, is um, Godzilla Kingdom Monsters, obviously. <laughs> Finally, it's it's coming up. And then my number one would be GMK, which is what I was hinting at earlier in the episode, that that would be much higher. Nice, nice. So what is it about both of those? Like, go, go do your entire spiel <laughs> on both of those wonderful films. Well, for Kingdom Monsters... For me, it's so much stuff. Like for me, I think it's one of those that does a perfect balance of both monster and human stuff. Where I really love the monster stuff in Kingdom Monsters, but I also really love the human stuff. I think they do a really good job at mixing both, where they're organically tied by making them basically part of the same story, where they don't feel as as distant from each other as they do in some other films. Not to mention like the more minor stuff. Like I love the way that they do King Ghidorah. I love how they, I love how they do Matra. I think Rodan is at his best here, personally, or like even with Godzilla continuing continuing what G what G twenty fourteen was doing with Godzilla and just like accentuating that. And then I feel like the film tackles a lot of interesting subject matter in it, like climate change, and grief and stuff like that. I think King of Monsters is so pretty un- underappreciated in what it's trying to say and then with gmk um what hasn't been said about gmk at this point it's one of the fandom darlings and i think it's absolutely earned it i feel like it's definitely one of the most somatic godzilla films out there especially in terms of what it's exploring with world war ii and it also has some great mantra stuff it really like i was talking about about it this recently but like what it does with baragon and how it made baragon one of the shining stars of godzilla is really interesting to me yeah, it is really interesting that um, you know Baragon of of those three kaiju that were like originally pitched. We all know we've all if you've if you've done any research on GMK, you you know that the original version of GMK in, involved Angerus, uh, Varan, and Baragon, and it, it is kind of wild to me that Baragon was the one out of those that was kept. Because mm-hmm. he seems like, uh, well, in this one it's she because it's got a female. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's Ray Ota who's the the suit actor. I think actress. that's right. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Um, she she is great in as Baragon. It's like one of my one of my favorite like uh, performances uh, in a suit because it's so iconic the way that they they have their little battle. I just thought it was very fascinating that Baragon is the one who's stuck. Which makes me almost wonder if perhaps Frankenstein Conquers the World is a bigger film just in general in Japan, maybe. Maybe it's more fondly remembered, which I don't think it's unfondly remembered uh, stateside. I think it's mostly forgotten by people who aren't uh, big kaiju fanatics, so... Mm -hmm. I, uh, I I do really like like the the, the creatures that, <laughs> that that are in that, and I you know it's it's a weird way to uh, have Godzilla and Ghidorah be reversed, and I think mm-hmm. that that's really cool, and I really like the idea of uh, you know Ghidorah being like a, a premature birth of Orochi, and I was like oh that's like that's really cool that even like uh, you know ties back to 
that original Three Treasures film where you can tell um, that uh, E.G. Tsuburaya was really prepping and mastering what he would use in Ghidorah, the three-headed monster, in uh, The Three Treasures, because there's a Rochi appears in that, and it's very Ghidorah-esque, but mm-hmm. it's clearly just not quite as refined as Ghidorah would be. Um, and I think that is kind of like a, a cool way to kind of do a tribute for to both of them and to still have that thematic element um, and you know, Mothra, Mothra works always. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. They, didn't, they didn't change much with Mothra really, you know? No, no. Other than she does murder people. Like she oh, eats. Yeah. yeah. She eats. Oh my teenagers. God. That's right. Yeah. She eats yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. She, she eats them teens, but like they deserved it. They were they, trying they to drown them. They were trying to drown a puppy. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> but like, I, that is kind of one of the, 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 the emotions in this is talking about like the differences between old, old japan and like the new new japan and like talking about the differences in decades and eras and the importance of remembering um you know remembering the sins of the past uh and i it's like a really it's quite a powerful message it is and uh i think it really works well and really holds up and um yeah i think i've seen this movie so many times and uh it's easily one of my uh most watched godzilla films i think yeah, definitely one of mine, too. I, I do love G- GMK. Uh, I think I had it at number seven. But again, my top ten list would change all the time. Um, but uh, no, it's great. It's dark. And it, I love that it's a, it's it's one of those standalone Godzilla films where I'm OK with it being a standalone. I don't know how they could have gone much continued with the, the idea without upsetting too many people, you know, that were like, well, you know, this isn't the Godzilla that I signed up for. Well, no, it's not. But that's cool, right? um you know he's basically the embodiment of the of the war dead that have been forgotten and disrespected and it's like i love the part where uh basically you know he kind of shoots uh the atomic breath at the city at one point and it looks like an atom bomb and has that one person looking outside questioning you know a bomb you know and it's and it's like yeah no this movie had something on its mind and i like that yeah, definitely. And I and it's one of those things where, you know, there is a lot of like layers to the to the messaging behind the film, which I think is is very fascinating because it really is uh just as much about the war crimes that Japanese committed uh as it is um, you know, just um the 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 Japanese who have died. So it's right. like all of the war dead which includes like Americans, Japanese and of course a mm-hmm. whole bunch of, of Chinese civilians that died in in some horrific um like look up the Nanking massacre and you can tell that yeah. is a, a thing that's very much on the mind of Kaneko when he's making this film which I I think is just something that is easy to kind of gloss over if you don't know the history of uh of that event and i think a lot of western viewers did i know a lot of people viewed this as an anti-american godzilla film and i really don't think it is it's just it's an anti-war film and it's saying that hey the japanese dead mattered the american dead mattered the dead mattered and the war was a mistake and you know not to repeat some of the same sins and all that sort of stuff um but yeah it's, it's just kind of interesting how some people just have a different read on what it was like, what what the movie was trying to say. Yeah, and and I think it's one of those ones where, um, you know, occasionally when you make Godzilla an, an antagonist, they can sometimes just turn him into like a force of nature and he doesn't have any character. Whereas this is a Godzilla which is still very much a character 
and he's an evil bastard. He is <laughs> evil as hell in this movie. I love he, the white eyes. It's just oh, the white eyes, and like he does things that are like straight up malicious. Like he, mm-hmm. I always think about that hospital scene, which is like mm-hmm. one of the most darky, darkly comedic things in uh, in film, um, and how horrifying that is. And he is just like a mean motherfucker, and he. <laughs> Um, d- does not take fools very lightly. <laughs> uh, Faye, was there anything that we left out of uh, of our? We didn't really speech? talk much about uh, King of the Monsters, but um. Oh yeah, I like King of the Monsters. I love it. I was uh, surprised that wasn't your number one, Faye. Just I, that's just the impression I had. Oh really? I'm so <laughs> that's kind of funny. I mean, I guess I don't talk about GMK as much as I used to. Maybe it's just I've gotten to know you since uh, King of the Monsters came out, you know. But um, yeah, true. No, uh, no, I like King of the Monsters also. Um, I don't rate it quite as high, but no, I like it. Yeah, it's it's very visually interesting and uh, it's a pretty film. Yeah, but with G and K, I'm uh, I'm kind of surprised that it even had that anti-American like idea to it because I feel like it's such a firmly Japanese critical movie, like. There's a lot in that movie which is critical of Japanese society as a whole and like its mm-hmm. response to World War II. Yeah, and I think it's something that like you know I I, I would say there's stuff that I can I should be reading up more on it and it's something that should should kind of like uh, it's almost like a hey anyone who's like a, a a fan of this genre really should uh, look up some history stuff and it it really has encouraged me to look up more. And try to educate myself more, and you, you know, you can't really say that about a lot of Godzilla films. Um, and I don't think that's a bad thing about Godzilla films, but this is one of the ones that is 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 really really strong in that regard, and it kind of does give me, it does is one of the it's one of the movies that gives me a little pause. In terms of Shin Godzilla, and it's just like one of the one of the things that is me. I'm still personally kind of trying to to get through in Shin Godzilla's case. Yeah, no, I get that. I, I think that, you know, I think that, I think GMK in a way seems sort of to be a little bit of a response to the sort of um, increased conservative politics that were kind of represented by Shinzo Abe in Japan in recent years. And um, which kind of were like, yeah, okay, Japan did bad things. So what? Let's move on. Um, and, you know, excused a lot of stuff like um, comfort women and all sorts of other things. And, um, and I feel like GMK is aggressively anti that. And Shin Godzilla is a little bit more, you know, Japanese government. Yeah, it's a bit of a joke, but it's also, hooray, we're doing the right thing. Now, again, Shin Godzilla made it onto my top 10. And I still acknowledge that there's some issues with it that I, that I, yeah, that I hear everybody. And I still, I still want to see that video that everybody promised to link. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, it was yeah. Six you, I didn't get to, I didn't get to give you the accent and visit about video because my gallbladder exploded. <laughs> I promise you'll get it. Yes. Yeah, so sorry about that, Kelly. I forgot to. No, no, that. no, no. You could have linked me while in the hospital, though, Andrew. <laughs> oh, my God. How dare me. How dare me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So Kelly, Kelly, uh, you know, I think I know what your number one is, but uh, my number one is Hedora. Oh yeah. yay, Hedora! Yeah. Yeah. You fl- you're fl- he's flying the way to the number one spot. I love the movie. I mean, it's 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 zany. It's weird. Um, it tries new things. Some of them don't work, and I love that for it. Um, or love it for that. Weird way to word it. Um, anyway, um, 
So this is the sort of Godzilla film that I don't necessarily try to introduce people to first because I also I think that it might make them go, what the fuck, and never come back. But it is the sort of one where it's like, okay, I've gotten some fans on my, or you know, I might be, I might be uh, growing some fans among my friends. Now I'm gonna sneak this in there and just kind of giggle in the back of the room because, um, it's just. You know, Yoshimitsu Tsubano uh, just does some weird things in this, whether it be the fact that Godzilla exists in some sort of meta way where, yeah, they're making toys, the, the toys you can buy that they're in the movie. Um, or the fact that Hedorah is uh, killing people, reducing them to skeletons and, and just, you know, drowning people in acid and all sorts of horrific gases and then eating people in, on the freeway. And also really kind of, um, you know, giving cats a bad day too and uh and then godzilla flies this movie has everything i want <laughs> uh it's it's a it's if i think it's kind of a horror comedy godzilla film um and i and i love it for that i almost like godzilla's adora almost feels like an art house film like in a mm -hmm. lot of ways and I think, like, for Japanese sake, like, the, the closest I could maybe compare it to is Haosu, maybe? Like, I think yeah. those two would be, like, a really good double feature. And it's just, Hidora is such a unique film. And, um, you know, and again, one of the things that, you know, is a criticism for Godzilla films that you can hear quite a bit is that they're all the same. And I think our discussions today have proved that, no, not really. A lot of them are, are very, very different mm -hmm. from each other. But that middle rung of uh, of Showa films, um, you know, they they do kind of fall into a rhythm. And I, I love that rhythm, so it, sure. it's not a criticism to me. But Godzilla versus Hedorah is such a unique thing that it completely breaks out uh, of all conventions and ideas for what the character could be. Which, you know, um, there's conflicting reports as to whether or not that really tanked uh, Tanaka and Yoshimitsu's Bano's relationship, because it doesn't really seem like it was as much as people kind of made it out to be because you know um you know bano did quite a bit with toho and even yeah that was the narrative with... for a while though yeah it, w it definitely was where people were like oh man tomiyuki dinaka was in the hospital and then as soon as he got out <laughs> yes. of the hospital he saw the movie and was like go fuck yourself yoshimitsu bano <laughs> i'm gonna punch you and throw you off a cliff you'll never work with me again exact quotes yeah uh, yeah, I know. It's you know, it's 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 amazing how it just was so easy, seamless to translate. But yeah, exact quotes. Um, might as well be complete. Consider it's like one of those things where you know, um, if you look up, it doesn't really look like that's the case. I mean, you know, he did. He, I think, I think Bano even worked with Tanaka on a few projects after this. So I, I don't think it's yeah, I don't think it's as crazy as 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 it's kind of made out to be. Um, but it is certainly a unique film and I can see how that would be kind of off-putting to some people. And again, this one does have some scenes that are almost kind of similar to GMK in mm -hmm. that there's that scene where there's like the ghosts of all the, the Japanese war dead that watch the kids party and then the kids it's bizarre. All... And then the kids all die. <laughs> it's so random. <laughs> the kids are like, we're 
we're going to go to the, you know what, if the world's going to end, we're going to go out with a huge party. And they, they go out, they get murdered. <laughs> and Dora just flies over and is like, fuck you kids. I love that. And one of them's one of the main characters, and it's like he just kind of dies. One of them is the main characters, and he just dies. <laughs> Uh, there's those two, like, mysterious balls, which are either, you know, eyeballs or seeds or, or eggs or just balls. We mm. don't know. Um, that Godzilla takes out of Hidora and then, you know, somehow his nuclear breath <laughs> powers electricity. <laughs> like, it's amazing. Like, it just, it's just, it's so madcap. It's so crazy. But it all still works, I think. Yeah. Like, I, no. it's one of those things where it all comes together as, like, a very uh, poignant anti-pollution message. And mm-hmm. it and it does it in such a unique way with all, like, I love the animation sequences in, in Hedorah. Oh, yeah. It's so uh, unique in, like, th- these little cutaways of this anime chibi-looking Hedorah <laughs> drinking up smog and, like, picking up tankers and, and like, go, glug, glug, glug. And it's just, uh, I, I, I love just how, how weird that is. Um, but also how much I kind of wish we just actually got an animated Godzilla in that yeah. style. Like, yeah. we, we, it seems like, uh, you know, Godzilla anime kind of really wants to go in, in a specific way nowadays, but I would love if somebody was just like want to do like a throwback, like retro type anime mm-hmm. using this style. Like, I think that would be great. Um, or maybe just like as a special or something. Like, uh, right. you know, yeah, absolutely. yeah, I, I, but, I, I think that'd be fun. But no, this movie has um, uh, Godzilla flying and also some dude tripping on acid and seeing fish people at the club, and it all makes sense within the narrative of the film. And you know, that's a special film. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's the the best Godzilla clubbing, the best <laughs> clubbing in any Godzilla movie. I mean, I'm I'm not sure how many other Godzilla movies have Me clubbing. Either. No, I've never. Do you think it. Do you think the main characters from Godzilla vs. Gigan were at that club? I think I like to think so. They look like those. They look like the kind of hippies that would they, definitely be partying. Okay. This is my new head cannon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> look, if you really look hard enough, you can find Corn Cob Man. <laughs> corn Cob Man. <laughs> <laughs> eating a corn cob and you know how do you think he came up with momagon he was he was tripping on acid and then bam this explains so much (laughs) maybe maybe the plot of Godzilla vs. Gigan is just one of the drug trips (laughs) 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 oh god all right well (laughs) canon 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 my number one is uh Godzilla vs. Biolanti. Hey. I love that one go on my list. That was I think my number like, 10. <laughs> yeah. Look, that's funny. I it's it's so funny because, you know, of the the genres that probably uh of the eras of Godzilla that are probably the least represented on this list, mm-hmm. probably the Heisei era. I you know, I think you yeah. had Kelly, you had two. Uh Faye, did you have any Heisei era films? Yeah, I had I had Godzilla vs. Destroy up on mine. Oh, nice! Yes, yes, yes. I, I that 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 is a great movie. I, I love that movie too. Um, so yeah, okay, never mind. I guess we 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 do have uh between all of us, we have three from that era. So I guess it's not as much. Uh, but in fandom, um, you know, there's no greater sin that you can commit than liking a '90s Godzilla movie. Um, as soon as as soon as you do, they chop off your head and <laughs> throw you into a dungeon, and uh, you know, you're never seen again. Um, and uh. I this is technically this is eighty nine so whatevs but uh, so I love survived 
I guess this is how I survived, right? I was like, they they came for me. They had the the headman's axe, and I was like, no, no, you cannot kill me. Uh, I have loved this movie for a very, very long time, um, and it's just one of those ones that you know, as a kid, I watched all the time. Kiss you guide, and uh, you know. Uh, it, it was exciting as a kid. Like I loved, I loved all the like the action in this. I, you know what? Looking, looking, another thing that's gonna get my head chopped off. I love the rendition. I love the Godzilla theme in this, where it's like all like heavy metal, and it's like bah, 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 yeah. Bah. No, I do too. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. At one point, there's a guy in a devil costume. And he just shows up. Oh, and he's like, "Hey, yeah." He's, see, see, he's just like, "Hey." See, that's really funny because that's a peak Japanese culture and joke. He's a he's some kind of big Japanese star. I forget from what, but that's why he's in. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I, I I read once that he was like he had asked to be in a Godzilla movie or something, and they're like, "Oh, okay, sure, you you can do." Don't <laughs> quote me on it. this. I'm pretty sure. He's the host of one of those paranormal Japanese shows you'll see, like 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 spoofed and J, oh. like you'll see spoofed in J horror all the time. Yeah, and and even technically GMK. Yeah, I mean, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that 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 is funny. Um, and 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 you know, as a kid, I I loved it for its action, but you know, as a, as an adult, I really kind of find myself attached to the human characters in this. Um, I think, you know, for, for first introduction, I, I really like uh, Mickey in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Dr. Shiragami. Um, you know, I, I, you know, as a Canadian, I always like it when Americans are looked to be silly um, because the bio major guys are, are, are very goofy. And, We're the uh, lethal weapon, bitch. <laughs> I love it so much. Like, I love how, like, Americans show up and just fuck everything up. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> oh god and you know i i will and i will fully admit that the uh i don't know why they called it saradia and they just call it saudi arabia because it's like but again that's that's like goes back to mothra where they're using like realistica and stuff right. like that but yeah. um and and you know if this was fucking uh if marvel movie it would be like you know something really dumb and not a real country mm-hmm. um barovia or something but you know i, I, I and beyond like the, the human characters that that i really like like i i love gondo um and i love the way He's like, the like young one colonel kind of yeah guy, right yeah and he gets killed by godzilla in that amazing fight scene oh that guy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah. and, and he, like his entire role in that is like uh he's like head of the like godzilla response team and i i like in the early sections of the film where they, they're like talking to him and he's like well you know uh, i don't want to become the monster that ate taxpayer money so i hope he shows up again and like there's all these like really cute lines like that i love when they they open the film and they are eating at a cafe that is designed that has like a godzilla footprint i love that and like they, they like are incorporating like the rebuilding of Tokyo from the last movie, and they've they've done it into like some way to make it a chic cafe, um, which is probably very radioactive, and they're probably all gonna die. But, yeah, uh, but would know. be you know I I would I would risk it. I'm I not would, gonna lie. I want a reservation. You know. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, that that sort of stuff is just like um with uh, you know the eighty four film was good and stuff, but 
I feel like Biollante, more than any of the others, really kind of started to establish some of the world building for the Heisei series and and stuff like that, whether it be the cafe or the G cells or the or the Godzilla defense team. You know, you know, you see that sort of stuff kind of revisited uh, throughout the films and uh, in the '90s. And you know, I, I think that Biollante doesn't get enough credit for just being a good world building uh, entry in this series. Yeah, yeah, and and you know. Uh, put a, put aside all of those things mm. and then just look at Biolanti and it's like yes. one of the most amazing uh, feats. She is such a, a unique kaiju to me beyond not just the design but also like her personality too. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so it's so unique. Um and and I I love I love her vines that like wrap around Godzilla and like mm-hmm. I love how like they're even like uh, it's a very physical fight, which again, talking about the uh, you know the '90s Godzilla films, that's one criticism that's kind of lobbed against them. Which mm-hmm. uh, th- th- there are occasional like B wars, but I-, I think that's a little bit overstated. But in this one especially, it's like a very physical fight. Um, yeah, because like Biolanti is like stabbing through him yeah. and like just biting him with her vines, and it's like a really kind of like dramatic. It's kind of graphic. Yeah, it's very graphic and like there's a lot of blood, even though it's green. It's like it's yeah. still like pretty shocking to see Godzilla get his hand stabbed like through his hand. And, you know, Biolanti, like the way that like they film Biolanti is just so cool and atmospheric. And I think it really, really looks good. Like in the rose form, it looks like something from like a Tim Burton film, a good one, a good Tim yeah. Burton film. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I I totally agree. And then when she comes back as like the full like a uh, monster head and just like eating. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my goodness! I'm gonna watch it right after this. <laughs> I love this movie. I love this movie. I love the movie so much. So um, uh, if I could go back to Hedora real quick for a second. Something, oh, some, of course. something which I always find funny with Hidora and Bono is after all that, like I said, the, the, the level of truth to it is, is ambiguous. But even then, just the way that film was treated, the way people treated Bono, A, first of all, the fact that it's still one Honda, the most involvement in Until Terror always fills me with joy by how funny that is. Because Honda, Honda was all for going more unique with the franchise. And second of all, is that Bono was who saved Godzilla with the Legendary series by making a Legendary series of yeah, things. Yeah, right? He's like one of the only Toho uh, directors or filmmakers that was directly involved with the Legendary stuff, right? Yeah, that was directly his project because Toho had no interest in Godzilla after Final Wars and he took it to um, uh, IMAX at first to make that IMAX movie that was yeah. Godzilla's movie to the oh max. Oh my god. And then that became 2014. Yeah, I remember just like waiting for updates on that Godzilla to the Max and like just sitting there and being like, oh my God, it's coming, it's coming. Oh my God, I'm so excited, I'm so excited. And then I got something that was pretty cool and and, and that was the 2014 Godzilla film. And it just, it's very funny that people kind of forget that that Bono existed very prevalent in Godzilla 2014. And maybe when they're making some comments about the movie, um and what their themes are, they're maybe they're forgetting that they're they're a direct Japanese influence to the movie. Anyways, that's just my opinion. I think a lot of people forget how involved Toho actually is in these films. Like I remember with King of the Monsters even there was stuff in that script which Toho vetoed. Oh. 
Oh yeah, I I be, I believe it. I believe like, it, but I, yeah. I, I I don't know of any uh, uh, specific instances, but I I can totally believe. That. Like I know specifically something which got vetoed was Mothra eating people as a larva because Dor Dory wanted her to be like directly eating those people, but to you can only eat teenagers that try to drown kids. That's the rule. <laughs> <laughs> exactly and toho was like no that see i i remember how um you know the the easiest way to figure that like to for me to like really like connect to that and believe that i just remember just uh godzilla's rulers of earth just how much uh they had to really work on getting anything right. yeah because it was all, like every time they're like all right we want to add this kaiju all right i better we better ask toho ask him how we could do it wait to hear back for three months have like a month a week to finish the issue like it really felt like they were really waiting for quite some time to get get responses back but they needed to have it or else like you know they they wouldn't have be uh you know be officially sanctioned and it wouldn't yeah. be elite legal um it like hap what happened in uh the media blasters yeah, that's um, what up. or yeah. was it Oh, was it Tokyo Shock? Oh, uh, I think they're related. The same yeah. Thing, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah, because with both uh, d d Destroy All Monsters and Godzilla vs. Megalon, um, there were uh, Blu-rays with commentaries released that were not sh sanctioned or licensed by Toho. Like, Toho didn't sign off on them, so they were illegal, yeah. and uh, they got pulled soon afterwards. You can find those, by the way. They're actually quite good. One. I don't have the Megalon one, but I have the Destroy All Monsters. I'm a, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk, uh, FBI, turn <laughs> off, turn, turn off, turn off, FBI, um, we'll talk. But mm. isn't, isn't some of the Toho sort of, um, uh, I don't want to say interference, but, you know, involvement also kind of responsible for stuff like the Criterion box being yep. not quite what everyone was hoping yeah. it would be? Bad, you mean? Bad? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, don't I know that you don't like it. I, I know wouldn't call it bad. I I think it has issues, but I mean, considering I think it's a I think it's oh, its existence is a miracle, honestly. Okay, I mean, that's fair. fair. That's fair. But... I I just I'm very mad about disc three. I'm very mad about disc three. What, well, that was universal. Did I? Does that have to do with King Kong vs. Godzilla? Or? Yeah. No, no. Oh, it's oh, that, oh. Uh, for, sorry. Maybe I'm maybe I'm misdoing the the one. I think maybe it's disc four. But whatever one has, uh, Mothra vs. Godzilla, King Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster, and Invasion of Astro Monster. I literally cannot watch that disc because the added information from the improper matting literally hurts my eyes. Oh yeah, the Astro Monster one got hit the worst with that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Anyways, we're talking about nice things. Wow, how many we love all Godzilla movies. Um, were there any kind? Of <laughs> were there any um, you know, uh, honorable mentions that didn't that didn't make any of our lists? Um, you know, Faye, what what were what were some that didn't quite make your list? For some, I know. Okay, I feel like there's one big one that nobody mentioned, but I want to I want to add add a caveat to it so. And that's um uh, the original King Kong versus Godzilla because I think that movie has issues definitely, especially in terms of racism. But I think overall there's still a lot to love in it, even with those issues. If that makes sense. Oh yeah, yeah. I I agree. I agree. It's a very it's a very it, it is a very fun and funny film. Um, you know, it's just you know. Yeah, it's it, it, it my, my my eventual ranking of that movie constantly shifts depending on like 
I'm feeling about those issues mm-hmm. that you're mentioning. Yeah. Because yeah. like, yeah. oh, it's such a, it's such like a weird, it's a, it's a weird thing um, to try and like wrangle because it's just like, oh God, oh God. Um, but like the film as a whole though is, is pretty great. And like, I love Drunk Kong. I love Drunken King Kong and I love all of that shenanigans and it does really actually set up mr taco Taco. mr taco is so good mr taco is so good so much fun (laughs) so much fun so much fun uh any others Faye? uh i think we actually covered 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 all my others because we talked about them at gh we talked about the turn of godzilla and we discussed shin a bit even though i have issues with shin kelly do you have any honorable mentions um okay so i'm gonna have to see Terror Mecha Godzilla came out, didn't it? Yep. Yeah. Okay. It was okay. What about Ever Horror of the Deep? Yeah, girl. Yeah. Ever? Yep. <laughs> okay. See, I don't remember. It was a long. It was. We were so, we were such different people. Um. <laughs> uh, shit. Um. I I have one that oh. I didn't yeah, put on, on because I am a coward, but this is a real opinion that I have. Godzilla versus Space Godzilla. Okay, I said it. I said it. I love Godzilla versus Space Godzilla. Okay, okay it's really good. I love the design of Mogira. I love the music. I like Space Godzilla. I think he's a cool idea. Okay, okay, okay. I like Godzilla. baby Godzilla. He's very okay. cute. Sorry. He has boobs, but that's cool, right? I'm down. I'm down. Um, it's very cute and cuddly, and I like I like the human characters. I like that it's all like, oh, you must not be so focused on getting revenge, and it's very tied to Godzilla versus Biollante. That's probably why I like it so much. Anyways, bye. Not 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 literally, but um, uh, I just had to I had to um, say it. No, um, I had to say it. No one likes that movie. Uh, I love it. I thank you for speaking your truth. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, on, on honestly, and Andrew, to be honest, I like that movie more than Mechagodzilla two and King Ghidorah like by a lot in that same era. Like I think it's far from the worst. I think it's actually overhated by a lot. I think it's good. I'm with you. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I definitely like it more than King Ghidorah. Yeah. Oh, really? Do you guys, the, people don't like King Ghidorah. I lo- okay, look, I'll, I'll fully admit that King Ghidorah is like probably pretty bad filmmaking wise. But like, yeah. I think that that's, I think King Ghidorah is one of the ones that like, I, I kind of love because of the flaws in a little ways. Cause like, it is like, honestly, like, it's pretty bad in a lot of ways. Like M11 is like so bad yeah. and I love him so much. Like the running, the M11 running scenes are like the greatest. Like there was like, <laughs> there was like some, there was some meme that was like that run went, went with any music. And there was like all these like really weird yeah. musics that went along with it. And I loved it. Um, But it's pretty bad. <laughs> and I've okay, never I got. I to add. I've always been kind of oh hello cat you're just gonna destroy my computer while I'm right oh. here. <laughs> there you go, just chill right there. Uh, go go Kelly, go go. <laughs> okay, two to add, and one of them might have already been mentioned, but I believe they're kind of like a twofer for me. I just see them that way. Is Gigan and Megalon? I just think that they're not okay. I don't think they're good good films, but I have a fun time watching them. I I laugh with them. Um, Megalodon, uh, Godzilla vs. Megalon is a very gay film. Um, and Gigan is just so, so fucking goofy. It has Corn Cob Man and it has 
a cartoon drawing of 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 the heroes <laughs> to to defeat the the bad guys like some fucking Looney Tunes thing. And um, it's just it's it's fun. I, I mean, it has the villains try to appeal to the humanity um, of the hero to to say that we're good guys by offering him a cigarette and saying for you. And it's just. <laughs> And they're cockroaches. <laughs> and cockroaches. And they're cockroaches. I love it. Cockroaches. Oh my it, god. It's fun. And Megalon uh, is a. It's a, Megalon is this weird one where it's like th- that movie feels apocalyptic and how very little of Japan you see beyond our characters and how very brown the whole thing is. But it's it's a, it's an interesting sort of film that I can't say I love, but I do enjoy talking about it and watching that's fair that's fair um i'm gonna say that i really like godzilla versus mechagirus to just talk about some lesser loved of the, the the films i think it's it's one that i've had to watch a few times to really appreciate but i do like the this idea of like this oh hello cat you're really gonna just block my put your butt on the mic well there you go uh okay <laughs> so Godzilla versus Mechagirus. Oh, God, one second. He's like crawling on my back. So you know, I Godzilla versus Mechagirus has like a, it has this very weird horror tinge to most of it, it and is also some of the goofiest wackadoo science ever written on a page. Like Fucking we got a black, gun. we got a black hole gun, and we're gonna shoot it at Godzilla. <laughs> And he's like, oh, crap, Godzilla's so powerful, he can survive a black hole. Um, not to mention the fact that the world can survive being a black hole yeah. explosion. Yeah. At- I-, I love that the series starts with the oxygen destroyer as, like, starting with the theme that we can't create new weapons like the nuclear bomb. We, we must stand against these weapons of mass destruction. And then, like, you know, 50 years later or whatever, it's like, we fucking made a black hole and we're going to shoot it at shit. And... <laughs> <laughs> And I love that. It's it's you know it's just like yeah yeah forget what we said you know. <laughs> so so funny. It's so funny. Um, I think that about does it. To be honest, um, you know. <sighs> I mean, there's there's a lot of we we could talk about every single Godzilla film and and have something to talk about. Raids again is boring. There, I said it. It is. <laughs> Raids again is. is actually not as boring as I like Raids again. Look, I have bad <laughs> opinions. All right, the one the one thing that you need to learn from listening to this podcast is I have bad opinions. I think I like things that are boring. I think that's just something I have to open up and reveal about myself. I'm a boring person who likes boring <laughs> things. Um, and don't listen to my opinions, but I like Godzilla. It's good. Okay, uh, okay. So Andrew, if you like boring things, so your favorite Godzilla scene then is the never-ending dolphin scene in Megalon. Right at the beginning there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! Help me! Help me! I love that they have a grappling hook in their in their picnic. Uh, wear and everything but to like, save the kid but uh <laughs> well these movies are art they are very good <laughs> <laughs> they are art Faye any final thoughts and where can people find your work on the interwebs well this was a lot of fun thank you for having me on Andrew I really enjoyed it 
I'm always happy to gush about my favorite Godzilla wise. And in terms of where people can find me, I'm on Twitter at Fairyzilla. You can read my writings on something ghoulish. And I have my own little podcast, the Godzilla Roundtable, which you can find on Twitter at Godzilla Round. We're finishing up King Kong as we speak. And thank you for having me on. Thank you for being on. Uh, always a pleasure to talk to Faye about the king of the monsters. Kelly, any final thoughts? And where can we find your lovely work on the interwebs? Um, final thoughts was I had a good time. And this is the, the longest podcast I've ever done. And that it was about three weeks long. But, you know, it's, <laughs> it's cool. Um, um, no, I, 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 I love doing podcasts with you. It's, it's fun. And uh, I'd happy to be back sometime. But um, So you can find me on Twitter at ohelkel. Uh, with two L's for Kel. Um, and you can find some of my books um, on online retailers. Look up Kelly Warner. And um, and I, I I have a podcast for Japanese horror called One Mess Pod, but it's on hiatus right now. But we, we're, we're planning to be back sometime soon in the spring. Awesome. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Everyone everyone should uh, everyone should follow both of those. Go, watch, listen to One Mess Pod and find the Godzilla Roundtable. And stop listening to this podcast. This is the last good episode of this podcast. Okay. Um, you can find us on Twitter. At, I don't know. Somewhere. Uh, you can e- you can email us at milkjuicehypomosis at gmail.com. Thank you. And have a wonderful day. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.